0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Game Face episode 133 on Sifted Games at sifted.net. We have a special guest with us tonight. It's me. This guy. If you, if you
1: didn't know it, this guy. He, he's normally not here. That's, That's right. That is, this. clearly the strongest guest because I am holding the mic. And yeah. They can't handle it. it. has nothing to do with our lack of equipment. Nope. <laughs> just, just, just a feat of strength. Yeah, we wanted to do it this way. <laughs> I got a special achievement at the end. <laughs>
0: This is Brent Phillips, for those of you who don't know, the architect of both game trailers and Sifted. He built both of those websites. You built GT, like,
1: four times. Yep. How, was it four times? Is that how many different versions we had? I think, we're on, I think we were on six when we left, and I did two through six. Okay, yeah. So, so a couple times. The guy knows how to build websites, is what I'm saying.
0: But he's also a hardcore gamer, just like the rest of us. And uh, we brought him on. We're going to talk a little bit about E3, kind of from the, I want to say the outsider's perspective, because you've been an insider for quite a while. But but I didn't go. You were unable to go. So we're going to talk about uh, E3 a little bit from the perspective of someone who wasn't able to attend uh, and talk about some great games as well. We do have a good show. I don't know about next week, though. (laughs) Things are looking real dry over the next couple months, so Hmm. we're going to have to work real hard to get shows together. Plus, Matt, you're going to be out at least next week. Yeah. And then possibly the the week after.
2: Yeah. And that is a problem more of a problem than usual because of the venue yeah, yeah So
0: i would say one thing i would say you picked a good time to go
2: yeah it's uh yeah. it's not my, my niece picked a good time to be born right i guess yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're right though like the week after e3 you always go yeah. for her birthday and it's always a dead
2: time yeah so. and uh, i thought for all oh it's too bad because i'm gonna miss like the week the crew 2 comes out but
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll talk deal about, with that we'll talk about that in a
2: minute we'll deal with that
0: yeah like i said we do have a good show um Let's just get right to it. Sure. Let's talk about E3. Matt and I have talked about E3 ad nauseum for the last, like, three weeks straight. So right, let's do it again. Yeah, I, I'm... Hey, it's the biggest event of the year. I'm definitely capable and willing to talk about it as much as possible. Brent, what, what was your overall perspective on E3 after... You know, now we're... Even for us, we have hindsight now because it's been a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. What, what was your perspective on the show as someone week. who just kind of watched it from home?
1: Uh, I mean, I was surprised by how little... Like new games, there were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like you know, there were games that we hadn't seen before. Like I don't think we'd seen the Division Two or anything yet, but and which I was glad to see. But it's not like I couldn't imagine what that would be. Yeah, um, it pretty much ended up being exactly what I thought. It the was new, yeah, the new From Software game, Sekiro. Se- Sekiro, Sekiro you know. I don't know. Um, I mean, that looks awesome. I'm jazzed for that. It looks really close to. Uh, Ghosts of Tsushima. Yeah. And, um, Granted, Ghosts of Tsushima looks a hell of a lot better graphically. Oh, well, sure. But they both look like fun games. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think they're going for very different things. There's a... You know, Sekiro's more of a action... Almost character action style kind of thing. And, like, Ghosts of Tsushima is more of an open world... Uh, yeah. Narrative driven leaf
1: simulator. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of leaves... <laughs> Yeah, Sekiro had like a lot of Zelda-y kind of things about it. Mm-hmm. Tenchu-y as well. It's got a grapple hook. Yeah, well, yeah. they said it started
2: kind of as a Tenchu game, and they decided that uh, too Nobody many too ma- that, that and also too many other studios had like put their mark on Tenchu over the years, yeah. and those marks were mostly bad. Yeah, they so were. That's fair. They decided to just kind of go for something new, and I I think that's the right call. Like Tenchu, yeah. Tenchu doesn't get you any any cachet really today. I love the original game, but like. Yeah, you might as well make something that you, where you're not beholden to, like, a, an arbitrary IP. Yeah. Brent, talking
0: about uh, what you mentioned about how there weren't a lot of debuts, Matt and I agree with you. We had problems finding mm-hmm. candidates for best debut yeah, I mean, for Division our, two our our Best of best 3 awards. Win. We really chose, like, the most obvious selection because there weren't any to really mull over. Right. Do you think that... Maybe that's a a factor of the oversaturation of games media. And certainly Sifted would be most guilty of that. I mean, most of the games, like you said, The Division 2. If you were a Sifted user, you knew about The Division 2 for quite a while before E3 happened. Do you think there might be a certain point where you're getting diminishing returns from how thorough the industry is covered?
1: I don't know. I mean, some of that is it being a very obvious sequel as well. Because, like... You know, Hitman 2, I guess that was technically E3. It just came out, like, the week before. Whatever. Mm-hmm. No one was surprised to see Hitman 2. It yeah. was still technically a debut, but, you know, when you have a successful game, it's like, You're going to make another one. You're yeah. going to have a second one. Um, and I don't know. It. I didn't feel like the games that we saw didn't look unique and original, it's just that a lot of them were part mm-hmm. of existing franchises. Yeah. Like even
2: if you discount the leak thing and you're, t- you're really talking about just games that f- we saw for the first time officially at even, there weren't that many. Yeah. yeah. Like even if, you know, okay, like it's tempting to say like Ghost of Tsushima, but we saw a teaser for that a year ago, you know, it's just the first real good look we got. at If you're talking about games that literally debuted at E3, that's, that's a handful at best. Literally,
0: like a handful, like five or six games total.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that even is. Even uh, indies, there weren't I a lot know. of like indie debuts. Even mm-hmm. no, there was the like the the Life is Strange, Superboy, Captain thing. Amazing, or... Captain, and then it turned out Life
2: is Strange <laughs> two comes Strange. out in September. Yeah. today. Like, yeah. what, the, what happened to Don't Nod? <laughs> don't Nod's on fire. Like, Are <laughs> they on drugs? They're putting it's out what, three games in doing, four months. That's they're crazy. doing meth
1: over yeah. there. <laughs> Welcome to work. Here's your coke and Don't Nod. Don't sleep. Yeah. I yeah. Have. Exactly. What, so how,
0: first of all, how was it to not go to E3? Because you've gone a lot of years. Did, did you have like FOMO
1: or you, I mean, I guess I haven't out gone in the it? past couple years. I really like E3. Um, I really like the press conferences. I always have. Mm-hmm. Well, now that I'm not responsible for any sort of streaming those conferences, <laughs> I, I like them a lot. Um, Isn't it funny how back at GT,
0: The hoops that we had to jump through to live stream the stuff. First of all, we were only one of like two or three outlets that did it. Yeah. But think about what we had to do to stream that stuff live. And now, how easy it is. It just Um, happens. It's really insane. I Um, mean, we used to have like, we would hire an outside company for what? Like 40 grand, I think it was, for them to help us with the live streams because we had like a satellite truck like outside the first year yeah, it's
2: pretty serious business yeah but.
0: just to live stream the press conferences now oh, yeah. it was we me- streamed it from matt's couch like it's <laughs> changed so much when we
2: did them at g4 it was it was three four million dollars yeah to budget just budget to do that like ne- never mind the live e3 show conference like, well no matter what and they guys were two we separate productions it, right you guys always need
0: <laughs> you had to have trucks Yes, because right, you had to send that broadcast signal out yeah. to a satellite and then beam it back down.
2: Yeah, because we were the official broadcasting partner. That's
0: right. That's right. And you had the big like production trucks yeah. outside of E3. I did that a couple times yeah. before I left. But no, they
2: were the only. I mean, it was basically you and you or me. Yeah, it was like there was, no, there was no one else broadcasting. Yeah, you're right. Um, I guess Vic Lucas could have if he got the right contract. But yeah, that's that's Canada and it doesn't count. <laughs>
0: so. But anyway, how, how did it feel to watch it from home? Are you cool with doing that now? Do you feel oh, it's, any it's, regrets when you don't go to the, the actual show floor?
1: No, it's great. Uh, like, my wife knows this is, this is <laughs> what I do during this time is watch those press conferences. So I just, I sit upstairs and put it on the 4K TV and it looks amazing. And Were the streams like, in 4K? All the big ones were really yeah. wow. But at the very That's least, they were crazy. good. At, at the very least, they were good enough that when the TV upscaled, it, I couldn't tell. Yeah, Microsoft's uh-huh. was on Mixer, but I didn't set it to
2: 4K when we were watching it because I didn't want to. I want to. Yeah, you, you don't want yet. it to
0: skip or stop.
2: Right. Buffer. Because we were we were watching it, but we we're also up. We we're also streaming it on a separate computer from YouTube. Right. We put it in the TriCast, and we were uploading the TriCast stream. Like I. It, Trying to trying to make the network do a 4K stream at the same time. Yeah, you, yeah, have been able right. to yeah, tell you made the anyway. right call. <laughs> yeah.
1: Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that's the way to do it, man. And I thought, you know, outside of uh, Sony being kind of weird, at least they had a lot of good games. Well, they had four good games. Well, three um, good games. Well, that's also where we saw Resident Evil Two. And, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. There, there was some good stuff in there, beyond just the four. Well, I, would, I was going to say that I think all the conferences had something redeeming about them. Yeah. Like yeah. none of them were awful. Even Unless Square you count the, the... Eh. Eh. Well, Square, Square <laughs> and Nintendo both are kind of like, well, I can watch... It's just a collection of trailers, so I can watch the trailers whenever. I didn't really yeah. I don't count those as much. Um, here's the abandoned uh, PSVR section. Yeah, here's VR the section. empty PlayStation
0: VR booths. Yeah. At the a year ago, show. that was just packed. With mobs,
1: mobs yeah. of people. It's changed a lot. Are you still playing VR, Brent? No. I mean, I've got the um, the original dev kit of the Oculus Rift, yeah. which displays in like... 480 by 360 right, or something, yeah. so it's, oh my as gosh. soon as you put it on, you just it's thumb barf. it everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you puke all over I don't, yourself. <laughs> I, don't think it, I don't think it works with the modern software and stuff. Yeah. I don't think they support it
0: anymore. So you never ended up getting the final retail unit then?
1: No. So you backed um, it, but then never got the final unit. No, I didn't back it. I actually bought one. Oh, you just bought after it. After it came out. Um, I had some idea to make a game, you know, that happens every couple of years or I, I, I you didn't You made make a it. couple Surprise. though. Yes, you made a mobile had, game, like, like a card uh, battle game, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I made it. It never came out for yeah. reasons I won't go into, but i played it. Yeah, <laughs> I liked it. It's pretty fun. Really, well, look, really if you're Hearthstone. you're a game,
0: and you play it, and you don't like it, that's a big problem. I, I loved it. We
1: were like 80% through, and then Hearthstone came out, and we were like, oh, Uh-oh. shit. <laughs> you sons of
0: bitches. That's the way it goes. What uh, what other impressions did you have from the show? Uh, Anything that really I,
1: stood out for you? Or I loved the Ubisoft Just Dance intro thing, <laughs> and my favorite part of it by far was like so. By the time they get, you know, they do the full intro outside, and then they go into the real theater. And so they're all, like, dancing around, doing their things, and then it, like, cuts to the crowd, and they're all just... Sitting there, stone-faced, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, cheer up, you sad bastards. <laughs> like, what's not you to like sax. about this? Just, just, if you don't want to play, just dance, that's fine. Enjoy the music, but, like, come on. They're jaded. Uh, I thought They've that also was, been standing in the fun. sun for, like... Two hours. Yeah, you'd be soft. In.
0: You wait outside in the line in the heat for a while before you get in, and then you come in and you get freeze dried by the air conditioning. Yeah. And
2: I mean, I got to admit, like, because I didn't get to go to the press conferences for years because I was in the master control booth, like, doing editorial directing for G four, G four live stuff. So after G four collapsed, like a flan in the cupboard, uh, <laughs> I was twenty thirteen. I'm like, oh, I can go to the press conference. Because the press conference was always my favorite, going all the way back to like 2000, 2001. Because that's where all the real news happened, and yeah. nobody knew for a long time. Nobody knew, like it was like, oh, like the, no, the real stuff. Like, we should show those on TV, and all the executives were like, no, I don't know what. To, but um, meanwhile, um, they became the best yeah, rated thing that ever
0: happened
1: course. on G four. <laughs> but um, is there an advantage to going to it? Well, <laughs> no, that's just, what I. That's exactly because
2: I, I hadn't been. So the last press conference I'd probably been to was like the Microsoft and Sony ones in two thousand seven, when it was in you know Santa Monica and all yeah, that, yeah, yeah. and like and cuz we were doing production on site for that and then like i ended up in the booth for like 5 years and i'm like i can go go so i got my invites to all the press conferences and i went and i went it was like a, like the, the it was like monday it was like the main day it was like microsoft at like 9 in the morning and then ubisoft and ea yeah, and sony yeah they used sony to do like four all day. the whole day and by the end of it i was like i don't ever want to do this again <laughs> like and then like the year after was uh, uh i just stayed home and watched them on on the streams and i'm like this is way better like like i don't have to like I didn't Hustle know if around. it was like wait, a. You waiting live. Oh, you He's... really got to see him live. No, man. that's not at the ball. Like,
1: you know? I mean, the only reason I went
0: <laughs> at GT was because we would be set up with executive interviews afterwards. Yeah. yeah. So we'd have to go up on stage and wait for someone to come out. A lot of times it ended up being Scott Roadie, who's like the head of Sony's uh, first party studios. Um, so we'd have to like hang around and wait to do an interview with some executive or whatever. But otherwise, I wouldn't have gone either. Yeah, so. if you got
2: business to do there, like work yeah. you have to do there, sure. But like, if you're just like, oh, it'll be out. Oh, now, it's better. In, oh, trust me, it's better. In, it's like a football game. It's like yeah. you get a better view. you the see of a home, home, for Unless sure. you just really like shitty beer and hot You be like shitty expensive <laughs> beer and freezing to death on the 50-yard line. That, yeah. yeah, but like that's that's E3 press conferences. Like, you're not freezing, you're, you're burning, but uh, especially... Yeah. You know, this year I think especially because it was unseasonably warm and not overcast. Usually E3 week is like June gloom, yeah. and like overcast and sort of like coldish, but like, it was hot. It was warm this year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, hustling around. The first day on the show floor was really hot. Like I I was sweating all day. Literally all day, hauling around gear and everything. I was like I, I was miserable. Like the air conditioning in the convention center just couldn't keep up for whatever mm-hmm. reason. It was I thought it was terrible. It's the hottest I've ever felt it in there. So Brent, what is your game of the show?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't think this is like a particularly hot take, but um, uh, Cyberpunk was, yeah. was the most exciting for me, especially because like, you know, I watched like the first two or three minutes and I was like, what is this game? This is awesome. Yeah. Like, I loved how colorful it was versus like... I was shocked by that. It's yeah. not the grimdark, like, I really like Deus Ex, like I always have, but like, it's just really like, hey, I'm the dude, I'm really gravelly and everything's <laughs> dark and all this stuff. And then like, Cyberpunk's like... No, had a color like, check palette. Check this shit out, yeah. man. Yeah. And, um I really dug that. Um, uh, this funny remind me of, of like where I, I remember playing *Mankind
2: Divided* and thinking like that Adam's like voice doesn't fit the world anymore. Like he's he sounds so much like a late '90s, early 2000s yeah. like gruff hero, and you're like, but everything else is like really detailed and carefully yeah, designed. Yeah, we should just and it's down just the like, backs just mm. just a little bit. Everyone's just, everyone's having like like a very very serious like a, a thematic conversation about like free will, and then Adam Jenkins coming comes in. and it's like it's like. I'm a badass and my sunglasses go into my head. You're like, okay, <laughs> dude, like, whatever. Yeah, a little bit off-tone, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, Cyberpunk, your game of the show. What was your runner-up?
1: Runner-up, I mean, I'm a huge From Software fan, so uh, seeing seeing Sekiro was really cool. Like, Are you I okay
0: mean, with all the changes that are coming to that as far as, like, there's yeah, a jump funny. button
1: and, like... Well, I don't care about the jump button. And st- I mean, jumping in uh, the Dark Souls games has always been really weird. I mean, yeah, you can still jump, yeah. you just have to, like... Double tap the run button. It was weird. Anyway, like uh, I've never thought that leveling up with souls was particularly interesting. I like the mechanic of having to go get your souls and having that have uh, you know pro- provided a lot of tension about like Absolutely. whether your death yeah. mattered. And it sounds like they're going to try bad. to provide that tension still, but just issue all the RPG stuff because I don't like. I think a lot of players would level up past the difficulty curve. And then just steamroll everything, and I think they're they're missing out on a fantastic combat system and stuff like that really rewards you if you learn it. Yeah. And it sounds like in this one, like you know, the game's the game, man. You better learn how to play, or it's not going to work. I mean, all that kind of depends on how they tune it at the end, but um, and maybe they'll err on the side of being a little bit easier since you don't have the option of how leveling it. But
2: so, yeah, I think they're going to go the other way because now that they know exactly what tools you have to work with at all times. They can, it'll be harder. they can tune it harder because you—they know you have the ability. It's not like you, like Dark Souls, we're like, "Well, we can't make this too hard here because if someone put all their points into like intelligence, then they won't be able to magic their way through this. They'll hit it, you know. You have to be able to right. accom- you know, accommodate a bunch of different playstyles. But with this, like, they, we know exactly what you can do. We know exactly what you should have learned by now, and we're going to throw this monstrous boss at you that like's going to make you either learn it or die. And I so I feel like it might be harder. It's I feel possible. like there might there might be like a Ninja Gaiden thing going on here where yeah, it's I mean, like. Uh, once they know all the abilities you have at all times, they can really hone in on what these things can do to you. Which I'm, I'm, I'm into that. Like I think that's a cool idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm totally on board. I ended up playing Dark Souls three like nine times. Wow,
0: you finished it nine times?
1: If not more, and wow. then like did all kinds of other playthroughs where it was like, Holy all right, no leveling, crap. and then I'll do one with this kind of weapon, and like it was just. You really yeah, love that. I game. really love that game, and so you know, I'm down for whatever they put out. Um. So that's a very personal pick. I don't know how that, like, if you weren't a Dark Souls fan, I don't know that that would stand out, especially against, I think, Ghost of Tsushima had a much cooler trailer and get the gameplay and stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, did you like Neo? Neo's really hard. <laughs> you think it's hard in rel- in yes! relation to, like, the it's, Souls hard, games? it's hard? It's hard. It's dense. It is hard. You're right. There's so much, like, technical stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and, like, you have your stances and then you do your weird like key blast thing all the time and then it's like a hundred hours long and just it's i don't know it's not the sort of thing where uh yeah not to toot my own horn but i think five or six years ago i was a pretty smart guy (laughs) now not so much no (laughs) no after you have kids and like you You haven't slept in so long like i i don't have the attention span for that anymore and so like If I can just play the game then great but like if you have me do all this like fiddly stuff and I wasn't used to it so had I never played Dark Souls I might have been okay with Neo but being used to all the stuff of Dark Souls and then moving to Neo where everything's like almost different for the sake of being different just so they're mm -hmm. not a Dark Souls game um I don't know I I bounced off it I mean I gave it a good 15 hours or so I just okay wow I beat several bosses that I was just like, I don't I don't want to do this for 100 hours. I got further than that, and I would agree that it's harder than the Dark Souls games, Like in part because it's
2: different and you're mm-hmm. trying to get your mind around those. But yeah. there's a lot more complexity in terms of the systems they expect you to use constantly. Team and Ninja. Like, and I was trying to, like kind of, you know, I'd be like, okay, well, I don't have to worry about the Key Blast stuff. And that, well, no, it's like that's a thing you use all the time. That's like a boss technique. That's a thing you got to use to get through stuff. And like, yeah, there was a point in that game where I just like, a few several bosses in and like the 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 notion of trudging through another section to fight another boss like that was just like <laughs> oh I don't want to do that I want to go back and play Dark Souls again and have fun you know, it was it was yeah. it was a it was a it was a, it became a slog at some point I think in a way that I didn't find rewarding
1: well I mean Dark Souls has the same kind of thing at the beginning if you've never played it like mm-hmm. uh, you just get beat down and like I get bouncing off Dark Souls when you first arrive at it and I think that's what happened to us with Neo I'm sure there is some inflection point where you you're switching your stances and you're doing your key blasts mm-hmm. and you you really got your stuff going and you're like man I feel like a samurai this is awesome yeah I never hit that yeah he didn't make and I it. played it <laughs> I played it long enough that I feel like I should have hit that 15 hours yeah and I'm not like bad at games yeah. I just I don't know any game that happen. takes that
0: long even if, if 15 hours it clicked for you that's bad yeah any game that takes 15 hours before it clicks with the player that's poor design
2: that's all there is to it so. Not you. It took me three games to click with Dark Souls. Yeah, really? <laughs> I didn't get it until about halfway through Dark Souls Two. Wow! And it I, still hasn't clicked for me. And then I went back and played Demon Souls and Dark Souls One, and like it was, it was like another world. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was like a yeah. different reality. It was like where was all this when I played this before? It's like it's like at some point it's like a magic eye thing. Like suddenly you can yeah. see all the, all you all see, of the you see it and you're yeah. like, oh, this is yeah. the most
1: telegraph thing in the world, and right. like you never saw it before. Yeah. yeah. And I imagine that's how the stances thing is, is when you see the other guys change stances, they're like, oh, he's in high, I need to be in low, or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, Whatever rock, paper, scissors thing they have for that guy, and just, I I, I couldn't see it. Anything
0: from E3 that you were disappointed by?
1: Uh, I was surprised how meh I was about Fallout 76. Yeah, I don't think you're alone. Uh I mean, I'm sure I'm not, but, like, I was prepared to enjoy it anyway. You know, I, so when you first heard about it, you you were willing to give it a yeah, chance. Yeah, I was like, you know what? If they do something a little different here, and maybe it's just because we didn't get enough information, I feel like we don't, we still don't really know what they're playing. Yeah, they didn't and let then, like, play it. there there's these errant sentences that have been said, that I'm like, what in the world? Like where they say like there aren't any real NPCs; they're all players. And I'm like, how are you supposed to deliver a story with this? And I guess the I, answer uh, is you're not. I, well, they're trying to say that there is, in yeah. fact, a story to play through well. they well. were very vague about, like, you know, yeah. like, even Todd was up there being like,
2: we're scared, too. And I'm just like, yeah. well, <laughs> don't not, tell me Don't that. say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yeah, that's not very encouraging. Like, I was super ready to be kind of sell, brought sell, over sell and convinced. Yeah. But, like, like, they didn't, you know, they, they, they said, like, we're afraid, too, and we think it's all going to work out. We're very committed to single-player stuff, but everything's always online. And now... By like I mean, it's just like I, I I and also my head doesn't fit in the power armor so <laughs> I, I got I got no incentive here why bother What's the level of trust
0: that you have though with with someone like Todd Howard and Bethesda where you say okay this sounds not ideal to me but because of the pedigree or the person behind the project you're willing to maybe give it more of a chance than maybe another game
1: Uh if this were Fallout Five then I'd say yes. This is definitely, it feels like a filler game. Okay. Where so it's like, we've title, got the Fallout actually. 4, they've got the Fallout 4 engine, they've, they're working on whatever the next engine is, and this is like, well, we could do this pretty quickly with all these assets, and this building system never really came into its own in Fallout 4. So imagine they're going to lean on that heavily. Um, and maybe the, you know, whatever the next couple games they have, like building systems didn't make any sense, and they really want to do something with it. And they're like, well, mm. you know, this is, eight months to a year's worth of development for a full game that will easily pay for itself because they don't have any of these other things. It yeah. makes a lot of sense from them. And I trust that they'll do the best they can with it. But I, I don't well, know. I mean, it's one of those, like, I'll definitely wait and see. I'm not I'm not writing it off completely, but...
2: Yeah, I, I want to uh, see one more big... Demo or something to kind of really get my head around it, but or a or one real anything, demo you know, what, like where what, we actually see like, the game live. What, like, what's with Bethesda's obsession with building stuff? I don't know. Like I that was know. in the Skyrim. Uh, uh, was it Hearth? Something. Yeah, I mean it was in Fallout like, Four. was a big part of it. Yeah, but Fallout Four was. A, but like it started in that in that Skyrim expansion. Yeah, and I was like, why? Why do I care who about doing this? that? Like I why? didn't really even enjoy it all that much I, in Fallout Four either. No, well, it's like, like I basically got it.
0: my my home set up so that it could defend itself, and right. I just didn't even pay. That's attention what I did to too. But I, didn't I mean, even do my brother-in-law that. Built, really. My brother-in-law no, built a fortress. Left. Really? You didn't do anything with it?
1: No, it's like who cares about you guys? I'm out of here.
0: It doesn't get you. Yeah, I never You know, you're right. In hindsight, it really didn't mean anything. But while I was playing the game, for whatever reason, I was under the false assumption that it actually mattered. So I did, like, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna build this, and once I know it can defend itself, I have enough people and enough turrets, I left it alone. I mean, it's interesting that you were just like, right away,
2: like, no, I'm out of here, like. (laughs) I mean, that's not even, that's even, that Minutemen faction is like the one faction that will basically never turn on you and never disappear. Like, there's no no way to lose that aspect of the game. If you
1: kill what's-his-face,
2: uh, uh Preston Garvey? Preston, yeah. Uh, and I was I tempted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, tr- I, tr- I saved and then killed him just I to noticed, see if uh, that he would stop calling me. And I oh, I played, stop. I played again.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I played again. Go started calling than, but, yeah. It was super cheap on Xbox One. Uh, Few, like last month so I bought it and I kind of played through it again and I, I didn't like it the first time I liked it better this time but I still didn't think it was that great but they did they changed that character because he was not bothering me all the time anymore like you, like they oh, they, 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 him they and... made him less annoying somehow like he doesn't that's good he doesn't give you new missions unless you go talk to him or something that like, makes sense so it was not as because ir- for a while there, I remember it's like like you constantly get a raid it's like oh you should go over here oh, you should go over here you should go over I'm like, I'm like all my quests are just like go check this
1: settlement out I'm like I'm trying to kill super mutants dude like it's not <laughs> it's not the time. And I mean, I very much play the Fallout games, you know, I've, I've played since the first one and I really enjoy just being like, you know what, I'm just gonna be a melee only, I'm gonna bat mm-hmm. these guys into oblivion. And like, I'm worried that something like that, like a Bananas playthrough where you're super dumb or super smart and talk, <laughs> try to talk your way out of everything, how are Isn't you gonna, it gonna do work. that in 76? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And then like, I, you know, they show that gameplay video of the guy going to like the trailer home and the guy shoots a rocket at him like you know how pissed i would be if some rando shot a rocket at me while yeah. i was just around no you're right mm. uh, all good points anything
0: like, else that drew your ire from the show before we move on uh, hold on let me get my <laughs> how did you feel about <laughs> nintendo notes?
1: showing well i've you're I've, a big I've smash always, guy i've always been a huge smash bros fan except that like you know i don't work in a Gaming office anymore. Yeah. Like, and my kids aren't old enough to play, so right. it's like, I don't so know, you know you to So you're falling off. off yeah. Also, that would, be what? Just, that would just be mean. Also, so. by the way, it
0: did finally come out that Smash is basically just a port of the world. Yeah, Wii they're game. using old it real really assets. It. Of
2: course it yeah. was. Yeah.
0: Well, it, it, during the show, they were. They said it wasn't, but like. Now, it's Look at come it. out that it is, in
1: fact, just all old, old assets with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so. that's kind of what everyone wants. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't see that as a mark against them. It's like, they made a perfect game with Melee, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So just kind of update that with graphics and I think all your Melee fans will be happy and like go make another new IP instead of screwing Mm -hmm. with this.
2: At the very least... That's not going to happen. At the very least, (laughs) at least you don't have anybody whining that they got left behind like my favorite character isn't in this. That was always always kind of the thing moving forward from Melee. It was (laughs) like, well, are they going to bring in the guy I like to play? It's like, well, if you like Link, sure, you know? But, uh, I mean, it's probably a smart move to bring everybody in. I think there's just some people that are more interested in what could be new, and there's not a lot of that until you get into the DLC, it looks like. Yeah. At least yeah. the GameCube controller works with it.
3: It does. That's
0: a big deal. <laughs> the worst Don't you have controller.
2: to buy another buy it for that? Yeah. Because like, you have to be able to plug it into the Switch, right? Yeah. And that's some connector. I think it's a connector, though, isn't it? I thought you had to buy the whole new. Oh controller. really? Oh jeez. Maybe there is get a connector. But then again, like if you know anything about these, you know Nintendo stuff, like that connector is going to be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to get. You know. Yeah. You know? yep, absolutely. True. Just like that damn Pokeball controller. Yeah. And everything else they ever put out that's
1: hardware related the first day. The other thing I'd say I was surprised about is uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two. Like the the trailer, I thought was amazing. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's all cinematics. So it has nothing to do with the game itself. But I was totally into that trailer. And then the more they talk about it, the more I just don't believe it. You think like, it's, it's not going to be what they say it it is? It sounds like too big a game built on a f- franchise that like had one game that didn't really make that much money. Like, where is this funding coming from? And it feels like a game that they've already restarted two or three times. It's true. I think sell just gets whatever
2: the hell he wants. sometimes. Yeah. Like it's just he plays, has I
1: mean, a I, bl- he has a blank check. But I'm really just, uh, well, nobody has that blank a check, man. I feel like in this game is gonna get pushed out before it's ready because they've made too big a promise. They, they did s-
0: have playable demos of it at the show yeah. that they showed Well, to they some said people.
1: they're
2: gonna do a, dem- a beta at the end of next year. <laughs> so we got a couple more E3s to go with yeah, this yeah. I mean,
1: at least they're upfront about that. Like, if they'd said a beta in Q1, I'd be like, right. Not weird, yeah. Yet. Um, well, even the playable part they showed was like, okay, you're floating around a city.
2: Yeah, wasn't yeah, there's no There's right. no gameplay. It's just like, hey, we have a thing that works we have we, we don't we have a game engine in it but we have, the yeah. world oh. that, that was pretty much it yeah but like if they're, i mean they're talking about like traversing like solar systems and with all these different planets and worlds it's like awesome but like really yeah, like, yeah but that's yeah, like, that's
1: nothing like beyond good and evil like that's no, what i about. like i really not. liked going around and, like, around and like sneaking around and taking pictures of and, of exciting I've stuff i said that, that to matt like, on the show a couple what of times is this game? That, like the,
0: really, the game was like a photography sim. That was the, mm. the part was that really sweet. stuck with me years yeah. after I played it.
1: Because that's something that not other game... Other games right. didn't really When have you
0: ever played as like a photojournalist in a AAA game, a big-budget game? That's kind of it, man. Yeah, it doesn't Pokemon appear that Snap. she's still yeah, a journalist. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking of. It doesn't appear that she's still a, a journalist
2: based upon that well, trailer. I'm but well, I'm wondering like if it's, pre-
1: a, it's a prequel. Yeah, I'm yeah. wondering if that's how... That's her mom she, It shows how she became a journalist, I guess. I don't know. Oh,
2: like, no, well, everyone's assuming it's like, what happened to Jade was like, well, it could be a story of like how Paige found her again because he knows who she is right. but that doesn't mean it doesn't
1: take place before the first game it's True, but then why do you call it Beyond Good and Evil But too? that would mean right. that, that Jade in the first one is, is like had her memory wiped or something he never made any reference to well, like would you talk being about, a
2: space pirate Would you talk about your space pirate days if you ran
1: an orphanage? Probably <laughs> no, Maybe <laughs> like to put her to sleep That's a, that's a state great state bedtime story <laughs> If you don't go to sleep I swear I'll call my space pirate buddies and you're done <laughs> And they're shipped the size of the moon <laughs> Yeah, and we're gonna <laughs>
2: I don't know. I'm 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 up for it. Like I that that game is so old and like felt like so much of a of a part one of something that like I'm willing to give them the benefit. And we don't know what else, what is in this damn game. Yeah. Like, it could
1: be, like, I don't
0: know if uh, Michelle Ansel knows what's in this damn game. I don't know. True. A-
1: anytime they say open world I'm like, no, don't do just make a good game. Like I mean there was an open world in the first one. Yeah, like, of. About, about as open as I a thing. world as, as a game world. was you could back do
2: that's just know. what I, a regular game is now. I mean, I Pretty I, don't, much, I yeah. don't care about it being attached to the first game that much. I just want more of this weirdo French comic space opera stuff. I like the universe, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I like Jade. Now, like I, yeah, it's like that's the thing. It's like, I wouldn't even demand it be a Beyond Good and Evil game, really. You just want to give me that game in general. But it's nice to see Paige again. What's like,
1: the, uh, the XCOM-looking game that's got weird anthrop- anthropomorphic? Oh, that's right? oh. that one that you, oh, gosh. you picked for that thing. What yeah. the heck is the name of it now? Well, anyway, like if that had been Beyond Good and Evil 2, I would have been like, great. Yeah, those cool. kind of <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's go. That's fine. It okay. does kind of look like a BG&E yeah, game. Yeah, you
2: get, a, get me a cantankerous pig character, I'm and I'm mutant, kind of yeah. like, you're Mutant Year Zero there. is the name of that game. What is it? Mutant, Mutant Year Zero. Mutant Year Zero. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was actually my strategy game of the show, so I should have remembered the name of it.
2: There's a, uh, there's a memorable title not a lot of it.
1: competition, though.
0: There was not. No, there was like <laughs> three strategy games at E3. What,
1: Command & Conquer Mobile didn't do it?
2: We before? didn't really uh, count that one, actually.
1: <laughs> that was the most tone-deaf shit I've ever I seen. I didn't
2: even remember that when I was... According to, to social
1: media, it was the most negatively received piece of news at all of E3. Mm-hmm. I believe it. It... It's, it's not, not the same that audience. I have any problem with them doing that. It's that they showed a whole match. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh my I gosh, it. I don't well, care. Like, I know how that works. Like yeah. you show you show me thirty seconds of this game, I completely understand every bit of it, yep. and then you just keep showing it.
2: Well, yep. it's also like you had PR folks on Twitter be like, "This is the most money-making thing, and you have to show this." And it's like I get that, but, but like, that's not who's watching this. That's not, this. This. That's not the, the audience trailer. for this. Literally,
0: they could just they were they put out a trailer and the gameplay stuff. They could have just shown the trailer. That's all yeah. they needed to yeah. do. Yeah. Instead, they dedicated the most time in the press
1: conference was it really the most yes if you look at the actual 10
0: real estate of how much they gave to it yeah
1: i mean it's like and you mobile need... is
0: ea is like bread and butter right now oh yeah now. i mean that's
1: the crazy part really about making it. all their money I'm i sure.
0: ran into a guy from ea who worked in their mobile department i think at pax party and i was like well wow how many raises have you gotten in the last five years he's like we're doing real good i mean it's pulling the cart right now at ea mobile is so I can understand maybe given a little bit of time to something like that, but I mean, obviously, we're not alone in saying that it was
2: a misuse of va- yeah. very valuable screen time at a yeah. press conference. Although, I mean, you know, we were talking last week about how Anthem felt a little forgotten. Yeah. But then IGN put up their traffic rankings, and Anthem was number one yeah. by a large. So people, oh, people, that, are that was finding gonna be it. my
1: other thing that I was kind of mad about. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think you're alone on that one either, honestly. Well, I mean, I I thought this is the time they already kind of showed like. It's kind of Destiny-ish, like they already uh-huh. showed what the gameplay is going to be. It's yeah. you and your buddies going to and doing objectives. And it's like, now's the time to show us why this world is cool. Why do I care about this? And they just didn't at all. They Really,
0: it was just kind of repetitive from what they yeah. showed before. I
1: they thought, didn't show a lot that was and new. They had these weird little lore things, like there used to be gods and they left, and yeah. there's these batteries around, and I'm like, well, how that how doesn't mean anything. There always used to be gods and they left.
2: So that's, that's very Destiny as well. Like. The Forerunners. The Forerunners. Yeah. And the, Never and had the, that idea. And the yeah. Traveler and the the Demons and the Darkness and the Light and it, the Guardians. It's like it's, everything's a direct article and something like a definite article and something else. It's just like I don't know. I don't, and like I think actually uh, Yahtzee in Zero Punctuation this week made it made a pretty good op- like he kind of summed it all up where he's like, oh Anthem, I can't wait to hold down the trigger and watch numbers come out of something until they stop. <laughs> yeah. Like that's all. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's literally all that is. That's like, really what it is. You know, yeah. I'm like I'm I'm wowed by the Iron Man armor too, but like it look it really looks like something we've done already.
1: Yeah. I mean in in Destiny's defense, Bioware like
2: used if- to be the ones driving that kind of stuff, yeah. and they've turned into followers. Well, yeah. it looks like it the anthem still strikes me as a survival tactic yeah. like it's like you can't survive in the in modern ea by making these single-player rpgs bioware style so they had to make something that could be a game
1: as a service kind of thing well, to justify their existence did I destiny make a lot more money than i thought it did like why it's are they pretty coming did very well. well yeah yeah i mean in its defense it actually had some pretty neat story elements when you got into the stupid grimoire cards and stuff and like got deeper and then like the Taken King was good and like 2 has has its issues but like Destiny 2's campaign was pretty good I enjoyed it yeah yeah. Yeah. it it got a lot better with 2 and
2: um campaign at least felt like it was made by the people who made Halo absolutely and they
1: they messed around with stuff like the Traveler isn't this just like supernatural force of good Mm -hmm. and like uh, kind of one of the sort of bad guys actually saved humanity and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like I like that this. this isn't black and white. But you kind of had to dig for that shit. You yeah. did. Um, yeah. And I'm not a big lore digger.
0: Like I'm, <laughs> no. I'm not one of those guys that reads all the scrolls or like discovers a piece of paper on the table and reads the whole thing. I'm the guy who hit, hits X to make
1: sure I get it and then hits circle as quickly as
0: possible so it goes away. Well,
1: uh, luckily, you just got to be the guy that waits for the the real guy to do it on Reddit right. and just post yeah. it all for you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, sweet, that's <laughs> Exactly, <awesome." laughs> yeah. uh, Any other things you wanna bring up before we move on? I don't think so, man. Yeah. Did you enjoy E3 overall? Yeah, I mean, that, that's kinda of why I said at the beginning, is I feel like each of the conferences had a lot of redeeming qualities. Yeah. Like, there were definitely some off moments, but um, none of them, I didn't turn off any of them, I watched them all. Yeah, I mean, um, I definitely have. turned them off before. Although, oh. stop showing me Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. If it's I like wasn't if on stream, I think I
2: would have probably gone and done something else during the Square one.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like, not only are you showing me what I've seen before, but it's like, I'm super not the market for this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know.
0: Kingdom Hearts kind of changed my mind after I played it. If
1: I sure. heard you say that on the thing, and I'm like, yeah. well...
2: See, that's a, I'm very interested in that, because like everyone I know who played it who is a Kingdom Hearts fan is like, this is the same damn game as 2, uh, basically. like it's it, There's no progression, and even the things they didn't like about it are still things they don't like. So... It's gonna be interesting to see how people who like never played the game receive before receive it, and how the fans receive it in terms of beyond like just finishing the story. The originally.
0: fans are most important, by the way.
2: <laughs> yeah, they really they yeah. need to please the fans. Absolutely, like, because you've been. Watching I'm a just long
0: a time. smattering of people who may give it a, a chance after in the yeah. with the third one or whatever. Like, oh, That's
2: frozen. a very small. We'll get that because it's sliver. frozen. Is a yeah, yeah. There'll be a lot of <laughs> sort that. Sort of, and then you just wake up in
1: this. Yeah. nightmare of <laughs> square enix jrpg story of like everyone wearing weird leather overcoats and you're like there is definitely is that guy? an element like, of that you're yeah. still alive i'm like who
0: is that i didn't know he was dead i thought i just saw that guy
2: <laughs> yeah. oh and it's apparently a big thing where like I, I haven't gone all the way through dream drop distance and stuff but apparently it's a big thing where the big bad guy is xenohort who's now back because even though he was killed before now he's back again and he can possess these guys and if you have like amber eyes it means you've been zen- taken over by him or called it's called getting hoarded or something and like it's I, or norted or Zen—I don't, i don't i can't keep that guy's name straight is zen, zen, nort i think his name is now yeah is nort you're you're asking and like i don't you're he's asking, and i played wrong, this shit both of us are the wrong people to ask and so there was like the very intense discussion of like oh is that that character was this and that. and i just like i don't know i saw they were dead it's like no they're back and they're possessed by the bad guy who was dead but is now not dead, and this person is back because they're not really that person. They're actually Sora.
1: Because okay, you're, is you're Sora. starting to yeah. send
0: me back to the place where I didn't care about Kingdom Hearts. 3. Yeah, <laughs> what, that's what I'm, what I'm saying here is
1: it ain't gonna sell you. Yeah, I promise. See, that's yeah. the thing. Like, I, I look at it and I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to do like a fun romp through all these like Pixar and Disney things, and then like. If it is in fact a fun romp, that's the thing. It's like bookended with just
2: the most obtuse. Well, you're gonna spend like five percent of your time in those worlds. Like most of it's gonna be running through these like weird, otherworldly places with people talking about how friendship is the most important thing, (laughs) and, and. Kingdom Kingdom Hearts and like they're 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 enunciating every character saying putting a different stress on a different syllable of Kingdom Hearts yeah. and like Kingdom the, Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom, kingdom Hearts. hearts. Kingdom, <laughs> kingdom, kingdom Hearts? Yeah, like I don't know. This is how you sell a game. And then Goofy's yeah. like, we'll get through with the power of friendship, Sora. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, yeah, yeah. awesome. That's like, pretty that's, good, man. That is
3: pretty good.
0: All it. right. Let's let's move on. So that's it. That's our final bow <laughs> on E3 twenty eighteen. Uh, I think it's important to kind of get somebody who wasn't neck deep in the whole show to come in here and discuss it with Matt and I. They think it definitely provided a new perspective. So now we're going to move on. We're going to talk about The Crew 2. The Crew 2 right now is in open beta for everybody. It's, a, it's for every platform. I actually had problems downloading the PS4 version and ended up playing uh, the Xbox One version of the game. Uh, all three of us, though, have downloaded and we've played it what do you guys think? Do any so, of you guys
1: like it? I've got a good soundbite for this. Okay. The Crew 2, more like the Pooh 2. Ooh. <laughs> Did you say that was a good soundbite or just a soundbite? The soundbite. Okay, that's the soundbite. <laughs> the the definitive soundbite that, for That's it. not really... It's not that bad. I just wanted to say that. Um, I don't know. It might be that it bad. It is Ryan. that bad in comparison <laughs> with Forza Horizon. Yes. Three, which, mm-hmm. you know, much less four, which is probably better than that. You know, it's just... Everything about the, everything about everything other than actual racing is trash. And then the <laughs> racing, like I actually like the car racing, other than like there's all the weird stuff. Like we were talking before about like as soon as you hit a checkpoint is when you get the next checkpoint, so you never know which way you're gonna like. And sometimes you get a checkpoint at a crossroads. Yeah. Or right. at a, at and a, and at I like a fork in the road, and then it's like it was to the left, and like well fuck. Before we get into the granular uh, part, can we all disagree yeah, that
0: sorry <laughs> that we should. There should never be another game in the history of video games where your worth, your progress is measured in how many people follow you on social media. Who just, came up with that idea? They should be shot. What the, the just, kids are into. No, no, they
1: should, <laughs> that's the thing. It just reeks of They should like, lose all their hey. followers
0: on real social media. Yeah, like hell. I old, think they'd hey, prefer to be kids. shot. <laughs> Wouldn't you like some
3: followers <laughs> they, on yeah. Instagram? They probably
0: would be prefer. They would probably would prefer to be shot in real life yeah. instead, because for a lot of people, if they lost all their followers, their life is over anyway. Can you imagine how
2: many followers you get if you got shot live? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you probably do okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you get like 5,000 followers for doing a frickin' barrel roll in this game. Like getting shot
1: would yeah. be like massive. Yeah, yeah, so this is another
0: game where your progress is measured by how many
2: followers you have yeah. on Insta or without on a, Snap. Without, they don't even
1: say. Yeah, they don't.
2: Without, hey. a, yeah, it's just it's just followers. It's just followers. Like, No, yeah. they just like they post it to your so- all social media. It's their like, okay, social okay. media imprint footprint. Like that's the that's actually your motivation in the whole game. Is like you are you are part of a racing crew that has not been able you to get noticed. to be cool. Yeah. And like you just yeah, want and, to be loved and by and other join people. This, you join like this racing Digitally. event called Live, whatever. And they're like, "Yeah, join up with us and do well." And everybody in the world knows racing and runs racing and stuff is like watching. And that, this is where you make your name. And I was like, "Cool." In what may be the worst voiced cutscene I have seen in years. Oh, those cutscenes are. Terrible, They're just the worst. They're oh terrible. yeah, the, I mean the animation is like PS2 level, but for the humans, it
1: really is. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it but looks like voice, San Andreas. But the
2: actual voice acting is bad,
1: and it's oh, like, that's, yeah. that's so out of character for Ubisoft. And, and like, it doesn't even match the models. No, it did not match the voice. It's voices. like wh- it's whose like, job was this? It's like ESL, the video game.
2: Yeah, but like the yeah. guy who's like doing the like the guy at the first first scene like your manager guy meets the guy who's running the festival. Or whatever, whatever like it is super unclear who that guy yeah. is it at was the unclear. time. But, that, I mean, am but I am. that guy, like, <laughs> like I was sitting there listening. Like, I like I don't believe a single one of your line reads. Like, it was yeah. so weird. It felt like he was reading it for the first time, or so. none of it felt like he was convinced of what he was saying. Which I don't, which mean, I don't blame him. What is the whole him, premise of like, the game though? Like, it's like there's this live thing, but what is it? Where is it broadcast? I don't know. Well, they keep talking about like it's like the first <laughs> episode of live whatever what like it? live extreme or something it's so <laughs> it's very like bro like cool bro it, it's yeah. like it's as broy as forza horizon one it was, is really yeah. it's like and it's like but at least forza horizon one kind of had this premise of like the centrally located festival that like and like your 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 followers in that are kind of more like centralized to like the people that know about you at the festival and you're becoming more famous at the festival and this is like I don't know, you're, you're, you're performing in a world in which all Americans only care about who can do the best stunts in a boat? I guess, like, I don't know what's <laughs> happening in this game. By Me, the way, I, I,
0: I gave this game Best Driving Game of E3 2018, and I would like to formally rescind <laughs> my award to The Crew 2. Um, this game and is... And give it to who? Who else was Forza. there? <laughs> Forza. Forza oh, Horizon 4. Okay, okay, okay. That was um, my pick. <laughs> the I'm, problem is I've played this game at a bunch of different trade shows and events, But when you you never I never played the whole game. It was always like, win this race, and they would just throw you into a race, and you'd race around and either win or you'd lose. And they'd be like, now race the boat. You'd race the boat. Having the whole structure of the game around it to experience made the experience so much worse. So much worse. (laughs) It it just none of it makes sense whatsoever, and it's like you were Mm. talking about earlier. Like people may not realize the context of it, but. When Brent was talking about how it doesn't show you the waypoint, the waypoints, like the boat races how they work is they'll have like two poles that you need to drive through and it doesn't show you the next waypoint until you go right. through the gate. Well, and the other problem so is you can't prepare for like what where are you next you're going next well, after you go through the that, gate. Well, on top of
2: that like you know they have the little like kind of arrow signs to like mark the course on the races. When you're racing on the street races, these signs are yellow. When you're racing on boats, they're blue. Yeah. Guess what else is blue? The fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> like I never know which direction they want me to go. It's it's and like the only way to see it where the where the racing line is is to look at the mini map. And I shouldn't have to look at the mini map to know where I have to go next cuz
1: the CPU racers sure don't know where we're going next. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah they make no mistakes uh and if you make a mistake, it's over. Tough, you're screwed. tough bananas cuz you, you can't restart the You can't the restart race. the races. There's there's no way to restart. restart mid-race. Like I I must have gone through those menus six times. I was like, there's no way. They- there's no way there's not a restart. There. Like know. how am I how, how what, what button could I possibly press that well, I haven't Especially cuz
2: this game has the same problem when the first game had where there's like weird things where you will just clip a piece of like magic geometry on the on the side or on the on like one little thing on the curb and your, and your and your 2500 pound automobile will come to a dead stop in 0.02 seconds and everyone else just drives past you. And there's nothing you can do yeah, about it. you just it. lost. Like you, it desperately needs the Forza Rewind feature just to make up for how sloppy some of the geometry and physics are. Or just the restart.
0: That, I'd a ta- restart. i take to a restart
2: at this point. I mean,
1: the races are actually kind of long. Yeah, there's been a couple <laughs> where I, li- I
2: literally quit the game and started it again. <laughs> because it was faster than going through. It's a losing race. I'm never going to. To their credit, there is no rubber banding. They don't let you catch yeah. up, really. No, they so don't. if they get too far yeah. ahead of you, you're never going to see them again. Yeah, they're gone. Um, that's even more true, of course, with, uh, humans, but I only saw one other person the whole time I played it. So this is a multi-disciplined racing
0: game. So there's street racing. The there, map is pretty cool, though. There are planes. The map is awesome. Like, I ended up messing around with it. My wife and I messed around so with last night the last So what happened to the Golden Gate hour. Bridge? Oh, it's, yeah. it's just drawing I just in. hadn't zoomed in enough. <laughs> I was like, I did they put strong. a jump in the middle of the Golden Gate Which Bridge? About, the would, would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what happened to this game. Yeah. I, I can't believe this is a Ubisoft game. And not only this, it's coming out, like, next week. Next week, it's eight days. This is basically their code right now, what we're playing. Yeah, there's a yeah. thing
2: at the beginning, it's like, this is not final. Oh, it's final. Oh, it is. It, this, this is, is what's what going to come gonna on the disc, because those discs have been manufactured, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. It, at
0: least. At least, yeah. At least. Um, so you have the different disciplines. You have street racing. You have boat racing, you have planes, you have monster truck races and off roading, you have dirt bikes.
2: Motocross, yeah. How Just much hovercraft? Are
0: you, yeah, hovercraft. How much are you willing to forgive the other stuff because it does have all those different
1: ways to play? I mean, they were all kind of boring. Especially yeah, when yeah. the off road had the same problem that the boats did, and maybe this gets more exciting later in the game, but like it was like go to that checkpoint, and it's like, all right, it's just wide open water. I guess yeah. I'll go over there, right, and use my boost as soon as it's up, and then let it recharge, and then use my boost some more, and I won the race. And it's like, why? Who? Why did I do this? It's not you very know. nuanced. The 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 racing, no matter what you're
0: talking about, like, no. The plane so obviously far. is the most most different like, from everything else. Yeah, but. I'm not I don't like flying planes in video games in general. <laughs> I just don't. But you were saying that like it's something I that, really like for whatever reason you're really good at it. Yeah. I love I love like
2: this. Yeah. yeah, but it's just not it wasn't everything in this game feels weirdly sluggish and slippery. There's no snap to the controls. Like nothing feels satisfying even when you hit that turn perfectly. Like nothing feel it feels weirdly disconnected and like i miss all the little things that have been kind of you know kind of accepted as like standard issue things in these open world racing games network. there's no like kudos system that like matters really like you know there's the followers thing but like you don't really see that when you're racing. You hear the sound. It's like right. the ding, the ding. But it's like when you like do little jumps or whatever. But like, there's no sort of like combo system like Forza keeps you kind of chaining things together like that. There's doesn't seem to be a thing where like if you're driving on the wrong side of the road, you get points for like being risky. Yeah, I mean Forza like would
1: tell you what you were getting yeah, points for. And yeah. in this, I was like, well, I Did something cool? Did did anyone care?" Yeah, there is there is one thing I do
0: like about this game. We're being really harsh on it, and for good reason. One thing I do like about it is that I've had some moments in this game that reminded me of San Francisco Rush, where you end up, like, you take off of a ramp, you end up on top of a building, and then there's a ramp Mm -hmm. on top of the building, and you jump that, and you jump over, like, five buildings and then land. (laughs) Like, those moments I liked. Um, But otherwise... (laughs) I mean, the street
1: racing stuff is by far the best.
0: Yeah, I found it to be the most difficult to win of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... I think the I boat races I got like first like every races. time. The yeah. plane stuff so far has been really easy. Off-roading first every time because the AI follows the road
1: and mm-hmm. you can just take yeah, the straight like, line to why? the checkpoint. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, it's funny. Even in the street racing, like the AI won't take jumps unless they're part of the main race. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff where it's like, well, I just this whole section. No wonder you guys lost you're idiots. Yeah. But I mean, I guess humans won't do that. And for a game
2: that like they're i mean they're asking like they want you want for the gold edition they want 100 bucks uh there's there's you know you can buy parts through mint microtransactions and stuff like it's, really it's yeah it's just the
1: best of all worlds isn't there's it? a I, there's a loot
2: system in the game after you yeah. I saw that after yeah. you finish
0: some events like loot will drop out of the sky and land in front of your vehicle yeah well it, i like the pick the them first... up and they're actually parts to help you upgrade your car i feel
2: like they've lost my sale on this yeah th- this beta like I, I don't really want to buy this now
0: yeah how big of a mistake was this beta well i mean, I mean look the... it was i draft. this is on my fantasy team
2: Yeah, it is on your face.
0: I gave it it best of driving game of E3. And here I am, Eaton Crow, saying that this beta was not a good idea at all. Like, I seriously feel like this beta could have cost Ubisoft, like, hundreds of millions of dollars.
1: At least a couple mil. A couple mil? I mean, <laughs> dude, divide 60 into a million. That's I not know, a lie. I know, I know, yeah, I not, There's nothing... Uh, I mean, they could lose it was a
2: huge hundreds mistake. of thousands I mean, of copies But sold at the same time, nothing's so terrible that tons of people on the internet won't love it. I mean, the so. other thing
0: too is Yubi was smart because it is uh, there is a serious drought a-coming.
2: Like, yeah, if there is, is a weather is forecast for
0: video games right now, the emergency like yeah, systems would be true. going off. Like. It is looking real dry. It's almost
2: literally the only game in town for a couple of weeks. So. Yeah.
0: And so it, it has found a nice window for itself, but I don't think it's done itself e- any favors. Even
2: the walking around in first person doesn't feel good.
1: No, it's janky. It's so weird. It Why is- does it even exist? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. Forza's <laughs> not going to let me do that. And I, I don't think we went into enough of how bad the cutscenes are oh
0: yeah they're really and like bad. they are lo- like voice I was, acting's bad and like i knew is bad I, the camera angles are bad there's stuff disappearing and reappearing yeah. while they're happening all the discussion is so inane
2: it is like the and, most vapid yeah. and there was like one paper
0: thin conversation. We
2: saw it when when you guys were here. It was like some it was like some guy I guess because they, they introduced when you finished the, the the qualifying race or whatever. Like this is the the big tough racer of this type of event that you're gonna right. have to beat. To do that. And like they had like somebody, some fan came up to do like a selfie with the guy, and it was just these two dead-eyed PlayStation Two character models, yeah. just sort of like. Mm, like, yeah, like yeah. It was uh, it was it's jarring, especially because the rest of the game looks amazing. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, when you actually get in the car, you're like, wow, this looks great. Yeah. And They've modeled the interiors like, of, the car of everything, look great. and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the C- one thing C-J that does from, stand out from GT San Andreas come out, and you're like, what? <laughs> what happened? This game. This is so weird. <laughs> The car models look great, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: that is a, certainly a highlight. But there's no damage. Vehicles no, get muddy, yeah. but they do not get yeah. damaged.
2: There's there's some scratches here. I mean, and there, that might be some licensing no, like, stuff. Or it's whatever, not like, but uh, I thought we were past that.
1: No, we I mean, are we're definitely way past, past that. that. I mean, you every can manufacturer can at this rising. point
0: is totally yeah. cool with their cars getting beat up in a video game. I mean, it's not a thing anymore. But uh, at the
2: same time, I mean, you're you're basically. That's one of the weird things about getting constantly getting stuck on the geometry and getting and hitting things you can't drive through is like this game feels so like brainlessly arcadey in how it controls and like it feels like you should just be pinballing off the walls as as you need to and it just it's not there. It's like Sometimes the walls aren't there. Yeah, sometimes you just straight through. You go, yeah, you yeah, <laughs> you through go it.
1: spiraling into like an alleyway and you like can't turn around and you watch the 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 amount yeah. of time that you are behind the leader just crawl up and you're like i can't restart the race i have to just finish it it's like yeah there's nothing there's places you, can't that you can get
2: trapped where
0: you get stuck in fact coming up right here in like 10 seconds i jump up out of this ditch and end up in a place i can't get out of there's <laughs> no way up. to exit this right here oh, i'm stuck in this place stuck. there's no way to get out <laughs> that's awesome yeah there's it's not good it's not a good video game. Not
2: a good imp- first impression. And sure. and a
0: lot of times we pull our punches a little bit when we talk on Game Face if we're playing betas because usually the beta comes out like a month yeah. and a half, two months before the yeah, game. At least a couple no, months. No, no, no. This comes out in like Next six week. or seven days.
2: Yeah. No, I'm I I straight up like I was look, was kind of looking forward to this game like to kind of at least to fill the time but before Forza Horizon. And like you know, I I thought the first game was okay. I was hoping they'd improve a bunch of stuff on this. But playing this beta, like I'm not buying this game anymore. And you can see what we're not talking for about here price. with
0: the with the waypoints for the boat racing. So you can see like there's the waypoint, but you can't see where the next one is until you get to that
1: one. But see, already oh. the AI knows. Yeah, the AI knows where they're going. The AI right? is yeah. already
0: banking their turns to get ready for the next checkpoint. You are at a complete disadvantage.
1: Yeah, if you happen to be in first then uh, it's like, well, I hope I figure it out. Yeah. Yep. Look, at that, that checkpoint popped up while you are in the air.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Gave me plenty of time to prepare for where I needed to go next. Meanwhile, they know already. They're already curving they're already, to, they're like, they're go they're to they're the right. next checkpoint. It's bad. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. It comes out next week. I don't think anybody sitting here right now would recommend that no. you plunk down $60 for the crew, too. on the beta. It could get better. Download
2: the beta and play yeah, it. Yeah, play it's for you yourself. Think. Tell us we're yeah. crazy. Go for it. I don't know, oh, man. I feel like
1: one of us would find.
2: Yeah, your I was. Where, I was thinking better. like, oh, I don't like this, and I'm gonna, you know, Brent and Shane are gonna get here, and they're gonna be like, oh, you're just, you're just too, you're just like Forza too much, and so, you know, it's yeah. like, you're a Forza fanboy. Oh, it to go. It's like no, and I was like, oh, that game sucks. So- <laughs> <Like, laughs> well, I was
0: playing it yesterday, and one of the sifters messaged me on Xbox Live and was like, hey, what do you think? And I just wrote back, eh. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> and then
0: I came here, fully hating the game, and I. I didn't know. I didn't know if Matt was going to like it or not.
2: Because I and, didn't play it until this morning. And we morning. both had
0: that moment where like, oh, yeah, you hate it too. All right, I'm not crazy. This game is not good. Yeah. And then Brent up. And then showed Brent up. showed up for like the triple, the triple decker. And it's like, yeah, none yeah. of us liked it. So it could get to a good place. Because one thing I will say is the first crew, what it was when it launched and what it ultimately yeah. became were literally like two different games. They, yeah, they,
2: they definitely improved
0: it Ubisoft lot. is not going to give up on it. It will work on it and get it to a better place. You know, okay, fine, we'll talk to you then, and then we'll tell our, our users to buy it for $40 instead of $60. Mm-hmm. But,
1: yeah, it is not looking good for the crew, too, unfortunately. Especially when Forza Horizon was so good. Yeah, and like you know, it's still good. Forza Horizon Three is still amazing. Ostensibly, it's the same setup where you know you're trying to get followers, but at the at that one, you're running this festival and like the expanding the the festival. Like, hey, you run this festival and do cool shit to get more uh, followers and money. Cool, see ya, go do it. And then like they kick you out the door and you go do fun stuff. Like that's it's just the bare minimum Mm -hmm. to have some reason to do this stuff. And in here, they just. God, these cutscenes go on. Yeah, and you're ever, constantly stuck with
2: this kind of like "hello, fellow kids" sort of thing. And yeah,
1: and... they they just they hit you pretty hard with it. So there
2: you go. There's our impressions yeah. of the crew too. <laughs> also, it's still a dumb name.
1: Yeah, the crew. Well, like, there is okay. that whole
2: crew you really,
0: mechanic yeah. in there, where right? You're, but it, I haven't been able to do any of that stuff. But it yet. wasn't
2: that wasn't there in the first one. They still called it the crew. No, you right. Like <laughs> <laughs> right. It doesn't. I hear the crew, and it doesn't say you know open world racing game to me. It says like. Annoying payday two ripoff. Yeah, like, to me it sounds like either that or like it's like a um, heist game. Think heist game, yeah, like a heist game or like I, I also confuse it sometimes with the club. Yeah, which was that. <laughs> I forgot like, about that. Target... Is that
1: also a racing game?
2: No, that's a yeah. uh, third uh, person uh, drive shooter? club. Drive. Okay. The club it. was a 360 <laughs> era. Uh, it was like a. It was like a sh- shooter, but it was third like, a, it was like shooter, a third right? person shooter. But it was like it was all target shooting. It was like 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 range stuff and like you weren't really shooting like, like it looked like the advertising looked like it was going to be like a bunch of guys out of like a, a rage game reject like shooting each other but in reality it was like it was like a skill test of like target shooting it was like in any other shooter it would have been a mini game but yeah, you're describing the, the worst game I've ever heard yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good so yeah, <laughs> a lot like the crew too. No. <laughs> all
3: so right, go, uh,
2: so yeah, so play it for yourself and decide because you know racing is a very personal choice. But three very different people just all said the same thing. So oh, mm. yeah.
0: take it for what it's worth. All right, let's move on. We're gonna interrogate Brent in this next section. <laughs> let's do it. So Fortnite's taken over the world. Where nope. were you? About? <laughs> Nobody can deny Fortnite's taken over the world. Um, I have a lot of friends who played PUBG. I played PUBG at first. Um, and then they all of them have moved over, and now they've turned into Fortnite players. You, however, are the only person I know who has stuck with PUBG the entire time.
1: I mean, clearly there's there's more than me, but uh, it's still going, I just have people that I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and why? Why is it? And look, just like me, and Matt, we know people who work on Fortnite. So you have
0: you're kind of incentivized know, right? to it's like
1: not, it, right? I, I know like I guess five people that all work over there and like it's not like I'm not I it's not like I didn't give it a chance yeah and I actually enjoyed the uh what's it save the world the pve mode a lot mm. until it was it got really repetitive the farther you got um but I was always a big fan of orcs must die in those games where it's kind of like a first person tower, tower defense. defense thing yeah. and I kind of thought this was going to be that but it's not really well, the Once base get, game is sort of but not at, the Battle Royale not stuff isn't. The stuff well, that's okay. like PUBG is not. Uh, yeah, I'm getting there. But the point was I gave, I gave this, I ran it all through its paces and by far the Battle Royale was just, I didn't like it at all, man. I, you know, you run through and then some dude builds a tower in like five seconds and then shoots you from above. And I was like, that was just silly. But you're supposed to build something to protect yourself from it. I guess, the, I feel like the building tools are super clunky.
0: They are, until you watch somebody who's really good at the game use them.
1: Well, sure, but that's not me.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, the idea is that you keep playing until you get as good as them, and you
1: can build stuff, like, while you're running. I understand. The difference to me is that in PUBG, there was a much more linear progression of skill. Okay. You know, when you first start landing... At the beginning, you're like, you know what, I'm going to land next to no one else because I don't have any idea what I'm doing. So when you finally do meet people, you've got some weapons and stuff, and at least you played the game, you traversed. Um, And then uh, as you get better, you start to realize, like, no, I actually want to hit people pretty early. Before Uh, they get loaded up. Before they get loaded up, and then I get their stuff, and that's how I gear up quickly. And There's all kinds of strategies and stuff, but... There's this very nice progression of you never feel, you're always learning something and there's always people that are worse than you and there's always people that are better than you. And- At least you hope.
0: There is a hundred of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. You hope there's somebody
0: worse than you in that group.
1: Well, but like, you know, I've played, I checked before I left, I played 290 hours of, uh, of PUBG. Wow. Uh, you know, I win sometimes, but it's How certainly not every time. How many have you won? Do you know? I don't know maybe 15 that's pretty 16, good. 16, I get, not for 290 hours it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't mind. Like, whenever I get killed, it's because I got outflanked, I got outplayed, or something like that, and like... You feel okay with it? Yeah, it was like, oh man, that was a nice play by that guy, or okay. like, oh, that was kind of a, you know, sometimes the circle will move in a way, it's like, I gotta run across open ground, and he doesn't. I it. have no choice. And yeah. it's like, you know what, that happens, because it it has gone the other way in my favor before, sure. too, so yeah. I don't really it's not the game's fault and it's not as buggy as the internet would have you believe anymore. The cheaters are not really an issue anymore. Xbox. Well, that's that's a little bit different. I wouldn't recommend that. Um, but I just really like the groundedness and reality and then you jump over to Fortnite and it's like the um it's the uh, uncanny valley of what I want it to be. Like What do you mean? Like I like the idea of having a more lighthearted player and on battlegrounds but then you just throw the the building stuff just kills me every time it seems so silly and like clearly i'm in the minority because like what is it 130 million people play this game um but man it just it so you have no desire to learn how to use the building stuff to get better at the game i got i got decent at it like i did it enough times that Uh, You know say one to three people have been outplayed by me using building techniques Like, (laughs) It just felt Fiddly and weird like it just didn't seem like the good way to do that.
0: It's it's awkward at first I I definitely agree with that. It took me a while to See like
1: stuff like stuff like that where you set the traps and things like that like that's when I had the most fun doing stuff Um, But then you just kind of end up just sitting alone in a room for most of the game isn't that battle royale though No, I mean I mean, I not sat alone levels. in a room a lot of times playing I mean, PUBG. I'm not saying you can't do that in PUBG, and I'm not saying that won't get you pretty high up in the list, but that's not how you're going to win a game. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, you can win that way. Sure. In the, I played it early, and I got very close to winning multiple times just hiding at the beginning of the game. Well, and letting people clear each other out, and then I come out and emerge. Or I'll just... Scavenge inside while everyone else is killing each other and that'll chop it down to like 40 or whatever And then I'll finally emerge out and actually start like playing the game
1: so to speak. Yeah, but then you just wasted 30 minutes (laughs) I don't know. I guess it depends on whether you want to win or not well Arguably you win just as often but you have more fun if you actually engage people because if you're gonna die You're probably gonna die early and then you just start a new game. Yeah, I mean that's the beauty of the battle royale is that you don't have to sit dying, and wait just, for the match to end I'm and watch out, man. the whole thing. And yeah. then you know they released all the new stuff this morning with the battle pass which is a straight up copy of Fortnite but it's still fun. Whatever, who cares? Um and you know they you know that has re- one of the uh, objectives is to get to the top 3 without killing anyone. So it's it's basically like, sit yeah, and just hide for Go hope you find a good place in the circle and hide in the bush. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's the only way it's going to work. I've tried it. I got I got in the top ten, but I had to kill one guy. And I was like, "What?" So
0: you've explained why you like PUBG more than Fortnite, but why do you think so many people have chosen Fortnite over PUBG? I Fortnite's free. I, yeah, I I guess guess that's a big part of it. That's
1: a big part of it. Like, especially, I mean, I guess now it's twenty bucks, but PUBG was thirty bucks for a really long time, and yeah. it's, there's zero buy-in to try Fortnite. Yeah. Also, the mobile version is the game. It is. I really yeah. like that. Um the the outside of weird Sony shenanigans, the ability to play wherever you hmm. want to is kind of awesome. Yeah. Like for a while there, I was playing simultaneously on my PC, my PS4, and my phone. Like that's bananas. How is that working
0: though? Because isn't the account on your P- in the PS4 version not linking in with the other ones?
1: It worked fine on my phone version. Okay. Uh, the V bucks or whatever I bought on the PC don't transfer. Okay. But I still had the stuff I'd unlocked, so I don't know. It doesn't really matter for Battle Royale anyway, yeah. so I don't know. Um, but it's funny, I'm much better unless you care, at... Unless you care about cosmetics,
0: which a lot of people that play these games care about that very, very much. Well, sure. I mean, it's, it's all there is and...
1: to care about in the, in the Battle yeah. Royale, outside of winning, I guess. Um, but yeah, apparently I'm much better at phone aiming than I am on any other system. Oh, really? Like, I got like third place in the Fortnite on the phone. Wow. It's funny, uh, this is only semi-related, but the PUBG on the phone, I'd say like 90% of the other players are bots. Oh really? And so, like my first game, I won it, and I was like, "Man, <laughs> am I like super good or what?" And then, like, I went or online, what? <laughs> I, I went online, and I was like, "Man, I just won my first game!" And I was like, "Why is everyone winning their first game?" And yeah. I was like no one else is <laughs> actually playing. And it was bananas because I was like, "Man, that that second guy was really dumb. Why did he think I was over there?" Were you playing the game uh, on
0: cellular or on wireless? Wireless. Can you play it on with your cellular connection? I don't know. I never tried. I mean, I work from home, so I'm, I'm guessing that's why no there. one's playing the mobile version because you can't probably can't play it while you're out mobile. I mean, I think people are playing the mobile. version. Oh, really? I think it's doing oh, really well.
1: Millions of people on playing.
0: their cellular connection, though. I
2: don't know about
1: cellular. Oh, I don't know about cellular connection. No well, why were you that? playing so many games with bots then? Oh, I think that was so we would do better. No, you're saying earlier you're playing games and everyone was a bot and you were winning. In PUBG, I, I think that was designed. Oh. So that you would fight people that were terrible and I think uh, once you get out of the like you rank up, I, it's like a completely different game. Yeah, in, you in have a whole days. separate account, right? And so like one, yeah, and so once you hit rank 1 or 2 or something, I think you start playing real people, but I think uh. at zero you're playing the dumbest of the dumb bots. Got you, got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You still haven't said though why why
0: people have chosen Fortnite other than the fact that it's free.
1: Uh, other than the fact that it's free, I mean, I don't know. There's Do you nothing... really think that's all it is? It's just
0: no. I that's mean, a big that...
1: deal, obviously. And I don't want to diminish Fortnite. Like, I am comparing the two because I definitely have a favorite. But like, Fortnite's still a great game. Like, yeah. there's still a lot to like about it. I think the community around it is really positive, and like, it's a very lighthearted game. Epic has done a great job. Supporting that's why
0: it. I personally like, for- like Fortnite
1: more it. than PUBG. I just like the tone of the
0: game better. Yeah. Like for to me, PUBG is so dreary. Like. I always feel like I'm in, like, the eastern block when I'm playing that game. There's no colors. We kind of are, mostly. I guess, yeah. <laughs> it's all grays and browns and, like... Yeah, to me, Fortnite is just a far more appealing aesthetic overall.
1: I, I'd agree to that. Even,
0: like, right down to the emotes. Even a lot of the emotes are dumb. Like, it, they're just... It's just more fun. It just
1: exudes fun more than PUBG. And people do emotes. Like, PUBG has emotes now, and, like, outside of the, you know, the... The minute leading up to the match, like, I've never seen one in-game. Yeah. Like, it's if someone deal, kills like, you, no one comes over and, like, dances on your body. Like, they got shit to do. They're going to pick up your stuff and run. Because right. someone's yeah. after them. <laughs> you know? Like, no one's, like, having, I don't know, having a good time is the wrong way, to des- wrong way to describe it. Because I do have a good time playing it. But no one's, like, just chilling playing PUBG. It's all very serious. The and other I thing I would say, too, is that air. I'm better at Fortnite than I am at PUBG.
0: I mean, I, I don't know I, why, but yeah. I finish higher in Fortnite, and I'm not great at building either. But I generally finish higher out of the 100 than I do in PUBG. I don't know why that is.
1: I mean, and that definitely has an effect on me because I'm definitely better at PUBG than I am Fortnite. Just cause... I think that's fair for everybody, though. I think you're just naturally going to be drawn to something you're a little more
0: successful at. I think that's yeah. just human nature. So, um, I think isn't that's part is also part
2: of the success of Fortnite that it's actually on PS4? Yeah, I mean that helps. Being Absolutely. stuck on you know, no you know, if you're on PS4, and let's face it, most people are, if you're talking about the console owners, like yeah. your only option is Fortnite. No, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah. I finally bought PUBG. Did I was, you? It was it was on discount for your Xbox it's on One S this week, yeah. On PC. PC. It was it was on discount and then I was able to stack some like coupon vouchers on Green Man Game and I got it for ten bucks. Nice. And I was like, that's 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 good. I still haven't installed it, but I have it <laughs> if I ever decide to play it. Is there any... I've never played PUBG, ever. Oh, really? I've only played Fortnite. Wow.
0: Is there anything that Fortnite could do that would get you to move over and make that
2: your primary Battle Royale game? Have a no building then.
0: Yeah. If they just took out mm. the building, it, you would they probably... They are supposedly going probably... to... like
2: A future like update is going to lessen the importance of the building somehow. I don't know what the... But they said they're going the building is not going to be the, 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 the silver bullet uh, anymore. It will take the brilliance out of it, though
0: taking the building up. I mean, uh, As far as just watching someone else play who's really good, I'm sure you've watched Ninja play. Like, yeah. The stuff he does mm-hmm. is kind of mind-blowing. Like, really, if, if you've tried it and tried to do what he does at all, let alone in a full sprint and then sighting somebody up at the same time, it is pretty amazing what he does in that game. I mean, that's kind of what
1: I was going to compare. Like, if you watch super high-level Fortnite players, they're playing a different game. Like they are. They're doing all kinds of crazy stuff, whereas when I watch high-level uh, PUBG players... They're playing the same game game I am. They're just yeah. really good at it. Yeah, yeah. And like, they still die all the time. Like, yeah. it's a it's an unforgiving game, and like that makes me feel better about like when I die. It's like, well, the, the best guy in the world also just died. I just saw it. Like, it's yeah. not that big a deal. Whereas in Fortnite, like I see them do things. It's like I don't even I don't even think my keyboard is capable of moving that <laughs> quick. <laughs> right, hmm. right. Um, quick scoping and all it, that it kind of stuff. It seems like the skill ceiling is so much higher. Whereas I can sometimes I am in. I get a lot of flashbacks to Counter-Strike when I play yeah. PUBG. I was a huge Counter-Strike I can totally, fan. I totally get that. Yeah. And like, you know, sometimes when I was like in the zone in Counter-Strike, like, you know, you have that unbeatable feeling. Like, you definitely get that in PUBG. Yeah. And, um, I mean, maybe maybe people are getting that in Fortnite, but I certainly never did. It just, it hadn't clicked with how I'm supposed to be playing. Right. And a lot of that has to do with expectation, I guess, but... Expectation's Cause I, a big I, part of life. Yeah, I want them, I want them <laughs> to remove the building, but that's like, half the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, that's I not I think really if they did that, them. a lot of people that do yeah, enjoy it now would be pissed. Yes, yeah. They should. But, you know, they it's can make separate
0: case. servers for people who want to play that. I mean, it's big enough that those servers
1: would still be populated. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't harbor <coughs> any ill will towards Fortnite. Yeah, either. yeah, of course. Do you feel <laughs> so like, kinda... Do you feel there's
2: a difference in kind of the gunplay between the two? Do you feel like one or the other is more accurate or you feel less like the games so I felt like fudging it. I, well, I felt like Fortnite didn't feel particularly.
1: It's not very. There's auto aim in it. Yeah. No. Well, and like, uh, I mean, I guess the the shotguns are like the number one right. weapon, but like they always are. If I have an assault rifle and I'm like within 20 feet of you and I can't hit you, like mm-hmm. something's up, man. Like yeah. they just spray all over the place and it doesn't feel right. Where I mean, I don't know how accurate the portrayals of guns are in PUBG, but it feels like. If I'm aiming at a dude and I pull the trigger, he's gonna die. He dies. Yeah. Well, at the very least, he's gonna get hit. Yeah. Um, and that's not really a foregone conclusion with Fortnite. I think enemies are more
0: spongy. Yeah. More squishy in uh, Fortnite than PUBG. For sure. But um, and I think that might have a little more appeal to the casual folks as well.
1: Like I can take more than five bullets before I die. Well, and then uh, and when you're getting these close battles. Uh, everyone's like jumping around and like being weird yeah. and like that. That really just took me out immediately. Whereas in PUBG, like if we're close to each other, like one of us is dying very quickly yeah, and horribly. Yeah, absolutely. And like, uh, I I prefer that, especially when I win it.
0: Yeah. All right. So there you go. I wanted to talk to you about that because again, you're the one person in my circle of gaming friends who is stuck with PUBG and has resisted the Fortnite. So I just wanted yeah. to get your perspective on it and see. Exactly why that was. So. Fortnite
2: definitely throws a better party, though. Yeah, it yeah, does.
0: definitely. They have one hell of an E3 party, that's for sure. So, all right, let's move on. We're going to talk next about Mario Tennis Aces. This was a late addition to the show, and the reason it was a late addition is because I did not get the review code until this morning. So I assumed, okay, well, I'll get the. I knew I was probably going to get it today. I'm like, we'll talk about it next week. And the reason I did that is because I've already kind of talked about what the multiplayer is like, the online multiplayer based upon the beta. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really what I need to play to be able to talk about the game intelligently and actually provide some insight is a single player. And there's like a campaign mode in it. And I just assumed, well, I'm going to need to play that for several days or you know, five days or whatever, and then I'll be ready for next week. I started playing it today. And in the span of about three hours, I was three-fifths of the way through the campaign. So I was like, well, shit, I'm going to talk about it today. And so here we are. Uh, we're going to talk about the campaign in Mario Tennis Aces. And at first, it puts on a really good show. There's, like, CG cutscenes that are very well animated. And it's, it, it's kind of like an RPG. What was the uh, Mario Tennis game for, was it 3DS? That yeah. was an RPG?
2: Yeah, it was kind of had an RPG thing to it. Yeah.
0: Well, this one does that a little bit. So there is leveling up, and you can level up your racket like as far as like its power, uh, how long it takes before it breaks, because breaking someone's racket in this game is a thing. And in fact, Ace Combat, the, the lower third for this, is because this game really kind of plays like a fighting game. Almost more than a tennis game, it's more like a fighting game. And the campaign in this, it is like a kind of RPG-ish. You do level up. Uh, your racket levels up as you play. And your abilities level up, too. So Mario's running speed or whatever will increase as you play. Um, and the overworld is set up like a 2D Mario game, where you have like this small version of the world, and there are these paths that you can walk on. And then you get to a place, and you fight it, and then it'll open up the next path or whatever. Mm-hmm. The problem is the, it feels like a glorified tutorial for playing online. Um, like the first like five or six quote-unquote levels that you play literally are just teaching you the basics of playing the game. And then it, it, it gets to where you start playing matches, and they'll have special conditions. Like one match I played, there were mirrors that were at the net that would go side to side, and if your ball went into the mirror, it would spit back out the other mirror at you. And likewise, if the, the the player you were playing against hit the ball in the mirror, it would come out the other mirror also at you. <laughs> and so there's, there's like little twist to it. Like the first one that you play, you're on a pirate ship and there's a huge pole in the middle. And if the ball hits the pole, it'll ricochet off the pole and go off in some crazy direction. Yeah. So that's kind of what the campaign is. And then there are boss fights. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the boss fights essentially... You let the boss, you just keep volleying until the boss's level goes down to a certain point. And then you use one of your power shots to actually attack the boss and like take their health down. And then like most of them have like uh, three health bars you have to deplete before yeah. you get to the end. And then when you beat one of the bosses, there are five of them, you get a power stone. And you have to collect five power stones to finish the campaign. And I ended up getting three in about three and a half hours of play today. And there is a story behind it uh, waluigi and wario waluigi's in this game that's the best part about this game waluigi and wario have basically taken this special tennis racket and the tennis racket had been drained of its power like eons ago and what will make it come give its power back is these five power stones and so it's a race between you and waluigi and wario to collect the five power stones to make sure that the racket doesn't fall into the wrong hands. So that's the, that's the <laughs> plot behind this.
1: In, or the world would be cast into I, ruin.
0: Into doom, I, I don't, eternal despair, I don't know. <laughs> but that's the setup for it. And then it's just a matter of just playing match by match with those special conditions. You'll play like three or four of those and then you'll fight the boss. Then you'll play three or four other matches with special conditions and then you'll fight the boss. And again, in about three and a half hours, I got three of the five power
1: stones. I don't don't want to totally derail you, but we've talked multiple times about the uh, the sifted review system. About how would you rather have a bad story or no story? And like the sifted review system rewards having a bad story more than having a no story, because you'd get a zero if there wasn't a story. Right. The like story you just bad. described to me is this kind of story where I would rather not
0: have a story.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: not, I don't understand what your uh, your comparison, though, to the review system. You're, still, you're getting a lower score if you don't have a score. If you don't have a story. That's what he means. Right. I'm, I'm saying, See, you are
1: I'm getting saying, saying punished this tennis not game having. might be better if it didn't have a story. He's,
2: um, he's saying like he'd prefer not to have a story at all than to have an incredibly Wimbledum story. Uh,
0: <laughs> um, That's good. So well, I have to remember uh, yeah. that one for the thumbnail for yeah. Gamey Val
1: Wimbledum. <laughs> so sorry, you, you can continue, but this just struck me as like the worst story I've ever heard. Yeah. It's up there. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad.
0: So here's the thing though: the the core gameplay in this is really really good. It's awesome. Nice. Um, I, I don't know if I've ever played an arcade tennis game as deep as this one. And now that I've played it even more after playing the beta, I like it even more. I'm much better at it now. I kind of get the ebb and flow and the strategy of playing the game. Um, the problem is is that, one, playing a campaign just isn't that great. But two, when you go to play online, the options are so limited. So I thought when I played the beta that when I played there, it was like it was like this tournament thing where you say, OK, I want to play online. They put you in this big bracket, and you get randomly matched up with people. I thought that they had just done that for the beta. That's not... That is how the game is. If you want to play online, you get tossed in this bracket with, like, 40 or 50 other players, and then you get whittled down until you finally play against the guy on the other side of the bracket that made it through everybody. Right. I still have not found a way to just match up with someone. Say you bought the game tonight or tomorrow, and you're like, hey... Let's play online against each other. There's no way to put a friend code? I have have not found a way to use a friend code to match up with a specific person. The other thing I would say about there's only two modes online. There's a simple version that kind of takes away a lot of the periphery, the peripheral stuff, and then there's like the rank mode which has like all the stuff. And then that's it. There's no customization, there's no choosing like, hey, what court do we want to play on? What rules do we want to play by? None of that. It is like the most bare bones on... And I mean, look, it is Nintendo, and it is Switch. Maybe this shouldn't come as such a surprise, but the fact of the matter is you're going to get through the single player of this in like five hours. I mean, for a game that
1: where and the single player sounds like it's just introducing you to the multiplayer, it's super weird not to It have is very play. weird.
0: Yeah, I, I was all over this game until I spent several hours with it this morning. <laughs> I literally would have recommended that most people bought this game based upon what I played in the beta, and now that I got the final version today, and I spent several hours with it, I would not recommend that people. Is it a sixty dollars game?
1: It it is sixty dollars. Yeah. One,
0: and Nintendo never drops the price of its games, so I don't if know. this was
1: like a, what was it, the Treasure Trackers thing that was like little? I think that was like thirty, 30 or forty. I think. Yeah, like if this yeah. was thirty, they'd be like, oh, that yeah, was more yeah. because it was a port. Of the wii u
2: version i guess that's a little cheaper
0: they could it's fix full. this very easily though if they just give me the ability to match up with whoever i mm-hmm. want to to put in your friend code or matt's friend code and us be able to go and play head to head that seems like something that would be pretty easily addressed in a patch you would i think. just
2: found that like all the impressions i've seen of people who have it already and all those uh, like the single player is basically non-existent uh, the drop shots have no risk they work every time which is very an- anathema to how tennis works yeah, right. and Boo and Bowser dominate multiplayer um, Boo has some kind of crazy slice move that I guess just people just can't keep up with and like the more and more I watch it like I was excited about this game because I like the Mario Tennis stuff but the more and more I watch it I feel like they've They've gotten so far away from what tennis actually is. It's like I said, it's a fighting game. Like, it's yeah. more
0: of a fighting game than a but tennis like, game. But even
2: like in footage like this, like, like when like you, you hit like a really good you know, you, you set it up, you hit that really good angle to the side, and you know you got them. But then because in this game, you have the trick shot where you can kind of cartwheel over and, and still hit it. Yep. And I'm like, nah, well, you can also, it's not tennis. You can also squeeze the right it. trigger
0: and slow down time to catch up yeah. to shots. <laughs> but it's, it's a wrist thing. So that meter on the top left controls everything. Yeah. So if you use it to slow down time, you're not going to be able to use it for trick shots or mm. what's essentially your, your ultimate shot. Um, so there is kind of a risk and reward with you can't just abuse it. I guess I just I'm not to willing
2: it. to I'm no longer willing to take a sixty dollar risk on this thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm very dis- between this and the crew two I'm horribly disappointed because I'm like <laughs> that's what? game, now what's left? that was what I was going to play this summer and crew like, two has ruined all video games. I'm just sit- now I'm just sitting there waiting for Octopath Traveler to come out I guess because that I, I really like that demo. Um but yeah, I I was I'm shocked and all the characters are already unlocked in the full version like No there's you, th- there's like 3 or 4. You basically unlock. have to wait for them to put new characters up as DLC, I guess. Well, so like... I think
0: another thing too is if you play well in the ranked mode online, you will get those characters earlier. Mm-hmm. So there that but that's the only incentive. There's no other incentive to play this game. There's no unlocks, there's no cosmetics. So that is n- weird. Nothing I mean, I got a, a costume for Mario because I played the beta, but
1: otherwise, there's no unlocks in this game. That's weird, especially after you know the last Mario had so many costumes yep. and stuff. was uh-huh. <laughs> Single player, like you yeah. think in a multiplayer, like at the very least, I should be able to dress up,
2: yeah. you know, my dinosaur or, or even like all crazy things, things to put on, like the customized, like the back court there where like, yeah. it says you're, yeah. your car- you're, like you know your screen name and stuff. Like, it's it, like it, Nintendo doesn't want to make money.
0: I mean, you can make so much money off a cosmetic DLC. And no one gets mad, because it doesn't actually affect how you play the game. The other problem I had playing the campaign... All the people do
1: get mad a lot. Yeah,
0: they do. (laughs) The other problem I had playing the uh, single-player campaign is the AI is moronic. Like, (laughs) if you try to play the game the way they tell you to play the game, which is watching your meter and using power shots and using trick shots, the AI is brilliant. It's hard to beat them. If you just, like hit it to the right side of the court, and then hit it to the left side of the court, you can win every point. Every point. The only way the computer ever wins is when you get in the matches where they have the variables, where there's like, uh, there's like plants in the map that'll like eat, right. the, eat the ball and then shoot it back at them, or like the mirror stuff I talked about. That's the only chance the AI has is when there's some other element involved in it. If you're just playing the computer head-to-head, and there's no difficulty setting, if you're just playing the computer head-to-head, they have no chance. They, they cannot anticipate, okay, this guy keeps hitting it over here and then hitting it over there. They, have, they lack the ability to learn and realize, hey, this yeah. guy is schooling me every time with the same thing. So ultimately, the single player, the campaign in this is just a wash. Uh, I didn't really have hardly any fun with it. Some of, the, some of the boss fights are fun because they attack like a normal boss. So like one boss sends out these like tornadoes at you like a series of tornadoes, and there's like one gap that you need to get in. Well, you can actually use your trick shot to like jump over the other tornadoes and land in that blank spot so that you don't take any damage. Uh, and there's another one where like, uh, what are the, the piranha plants called? PDs or whatever? They'll throw, vi- they'll throw a vine down. You need to use a trick shot to jump up over the vine. So the boss fights actually make great use of a lot of the, the control functionality that you have yeah. in the game. Unfortunately, there's five of them, and the rest of the campaign is all the other malarkey. So, I, I cannot malarkey. recommend this game for purchase. At Yeah, I mean, that's my nice way of saying bullshit. Malarkey so. off of all the shenanigans <laughs> and goings on.
3: Exactly.
0: Uh, so, I do not recommend... And this game just came out today, I think. I think it's at stores now. Yeah, today. And I realize, Switch owners, you may be hurting at this point for a new game... Um, But it's hard for me to recommend it right now. Just play Golf Story again. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, seriously, though. Yeah. If they they get the multiplayer to a good place, I absolutely would recommend it Mm -hmm. because the core gameplay in this is a lot of fun. It's very well balanced. If you're playing against somebody, who knows how to utilize all the options? It just doesn't
2: sound like it should have been been a full-price game.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it... I can see why they, they set it at full price, because they're like, OK, well, we have online multiplayer, mm-hmm. we have a campaign, which the last, I mean, the last Mario Tennis, the single player is basically just a, a Grand Prix tournament. Right. This also has that, by the way, where you can just play series of matches against the AI to win cups, but again, the computer AI is, is idiotic, and it just doesn't put up enough of a challenge to make that interesting. So. Um, if they eventually get the online multiplayer to a good place, I might get to a place where I could recommend purchasing this. But right now, and it'll still be sixty bucks then. It will be absolutely. Yeah. But right now, I absolutely cannot recommend it. Steam sale. It. Yep. Well, that's obviously not going to happen either yeah. with the Nintendo. Game, <laughs> Every so. once
2: in a while, digital I mean, I remember I got. Uh, I mean, I got a Wii U late, but yeah. I got uh, Super Mario 3D World on it for fifteen bucks did you? On, a, on a sale eShop sale. They never drop the price of the actual physical copies really. I don't know why they, that that goes back to the N64 days, but yeah. like um, they every once in a while they do a really solid digital sale, and I've gotten a few uh, older games off of that. But if you want to play them right now, of course you're screwed. Yeah. yeah. Also, 3D World doesn't have like online play, like this one is going. You know, you get like th- what, three months of playing for free here. Yeah. And in September, we're all gonna have to fork over twenty bucks. I That's guess. the other
0: thing too. Is right now it's no easy to give it. yeah right now maybe, it's easy maybe to that's give this when they'll improve the multiplayer because multi online multiplayer is free yeah. but look when nintendo starts charging for that the expectations are going to step mm. up and you're not going to be able to release games like this anymore that play like this online i'm going to be able to need to ma- i'm going to be need to match up with people i want to play with I mean, like do you the other thing I mean, do you too, think that's going to
1: happen i don't it, know because it definitely won't
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know a man can hope right I mean, the other
1: thing I would say,
0: and this wasn't in the beta, is before you start a match with somebody, at least when you're first starting the tournament, you can see their connection rating. And Mm -hmm. you can back out. So if you see someone has a crappy connection rating, you can back out of that match. Once you've played that first match in the bracket, though, then it's just like whoever shows up. And lag is definitely a problem. I never saw anyone who had a better connection rating than three out of five. Three Um, bars out of five. Crazy. And I, there was one time I literally quit at least 10 games in a row trying to find somebody who had more than three bars for their connection rating, and nobody ever did. And I don't know if it's because a lot of people play their Switch on Wi-Fi and wireless. That's probably why. I always play hardwired, uh, so maybe that's part of the problem. But there's lag problems. And the, uh, one of the most important mechanics in this game is blocking. Because, like I said, I haven't really explained why this is, such, this is so much like a fighting game. And that's because, literally, if somebody hits you with like one of those crazy over-the-top shots where you fly up into the air and then target them and hit them, yeah. you, not, you win. Literally, it will just like kill them, that one shot. Unless they get out of the way and just let you win the point, or they can block it. And blocking is basically just swinging the racket at the exact time the ball gets to you. Your window for that is so slim. And that is something that needs to be tweaked. They need to give at least another like 10 frames
1: to that ability because it's almost impossible. And if you miss it, you lose. Well, it looks like it's different per player, too, so you'd have to know the timings of every single character. I don't think the block is different for each character. I no, think but the, their shot towards you?
0: I think the speed of the shot is it's about, about the, the same. same. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. the
2: speed from, from the end of the animation to when you'd have to press the button is probably the same it for is. everybody. Your
0: window is just so small, and it's a big, big part of the game. Um, and so, hopefully, that's something that they can tweak. Um, again, the game just came out today. Nintendo's going to get a ton of feedback, and it'll hopefully make some adjustments. Maybe they have
2: big improvements pr- ready for September when you have to start paying for the online. That's possible. Oh. That would be some dirty pool, though. So, I know it may be tough to resist this game because if you're if
0: you only have a Switch, you've been sitting for a while
2: idly. I mean, you could say if game you game. only have a Switch, then what else is that sixty bucks doing? Yeah, so. that's true. There's a whole
0: lot of wishing and hoping going on there, though. Yeah, yeah. You're hoping that the changes are made that can make it better. Uh, I think they're going to get a lot of negative feedback about the online options in this game, and I think Nintendo will at least budge there. I don't see Nintendo putting out like single-player DLC for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so
1: in the campaign, like I said, so what's going to happen next in the story? Shane? No one's going to care. What about the special racket No one's going to care.
0: <laughs> no one will care. I don't care, and I'm three fifths of the way to finding out. So there you go. <laughs> so there you go. Mario Tennis Aces for Switch. I do not recommend picking it up at full price. I right. recommend taking a wait and see mm-hmm. approach, and hopefully you wait and we see Nintendo actually
2: change it and make it better. Something of a bland slam, then. Yeah. Man, this game is it's
1: tennis fun are so funny. easy. It's very funny. You gave me so much shit for the uh, Wimbledon for the poo too. Oh yeah, and he's just been throwing puns. He's His were better than yours. Oh my
0: gosh, that Wimbledon is better than your pun.
1: <laughs> that, Come on. that was better. Th- this one, I don't know what that one. I didn't laugh at the last one. <laughs> just saying. Tell us already. in the chat yeah. who has the best puns. Ace Combat's pretty <laughs> I good. I don't want to hear because yeah, I have a
2: that's feeling that's what the. Yeah, pretty good, right? Is. Ace Combat. That's not bad. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good descriptor. Yeah, even though you're trying to say because it's a fighting game, it's like well, it's a jet game. So. <laughs> It's like a weird sort of, like, it's like three jokes in one. Yeah. It's like triple threat. It
0: is. That's how I roll. I like it. <laughs> all right, let's move on. We're going to talk next about Jurassic World Evolution, probably the other biggest game that came out this past week. Matt has been playing it. I have not. Yeah. Um, the reviews for this game have been all over the map. Yeah. Like, IGN gave it, like, a 4. 4.8. But its
2: aggregate, Ouch. is it, like, almost set like a 7? Yeah, mid, mid-7. Ish. Mid-7? Yeah. Um, Who's right? Who's wrong, Matt? It's not a 4.8. I've okay. played, some, I played some bad games in my day, and this is not a 4.8. This is close, in this IGN scale. I mean, obviously, IGN scale is, is subjective because it's different people. It's not all the same one. It's not some er-reviewer, like reviewing all the games. But um, it's probably in a 6. 6 out of 10, maybe. Okay. Where, um,
1: in, for comparison, where would you put Pokemon Go?
2: Pokemon Go? Wait, are we talking why, about the Why are you
0: comparing Pokemon Go to a Are we
2: not talking about we're the talk, We're talking about the park building. Oh, I should animation. have been looking down there. Yeah. <laughs> not the mobile game. Please continue. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> Wait, where would you put Pokemon Go? No. Uh, for, for the record,
2: I would probably put Pokemon Go also around a six out of 10.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think that's um, right, yeah.
2: The, the Jurassic Park version of Pokemon Go? I don't know. I haven't played it.
1: Okay. Does that I thought, exist? That's, I thought that's what yeah. we were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah.
2: There is an AR, like a similar thing. Oh, really? Thing it came out of, like yeah. last
1: week. That's why I thought, okay. Oh,
0: wait. The other one came I'm out not... last week, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah wow.
2: Okay. I was not aware like, there's of that. It was two different ones. So, but, but this is the this We're is a talking park... about the console and PC game. Yeah, this is a park yes. building game from the people who made Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 or whatever. Yeah. Um. So, I I did <laughs> buy this. Be... It's all good. Okay. <laughs> So I did buy this because um, I like dinosaurs. (laughs) Who doesn't? Have you
0: ever met somebody who doesn't like dinosaurs?
2: Yes. Really? Yeah. Who? Uh, They were creationists.
1: Oh. Um, Oh,
0: yeah, I didn't think about that.
1: Yeah. If you don't believe dinosaurs existed, I can see why you'd be tired of hearing about it. I right hate now. you. It would like, still be fun as fiction,
2: I guess. I mean, it's like you might as well get angry at a dragon. How can you, you hate know? something that never existed, though? How can you hate something that's that awesome? These are the same people that used to bring games back to my store I managed because they had wizards in them. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What like, did you think was in and Magic? Yeah, what did you think? <laughs> in this case, it was certainly glo- not a wizard that in my cat In this case, magic. it was Glover. The one, the one that I always remember is this mother and her son. They picked out Glover, and they came back like an hour later. The kid was red-faced, upset, and she was like, "We don't like magic, and you play as a wizard's glove, so we can't have this game in the house." And I, you know,
0: that kid hates his ball. Well, in the
2: end, I sold them Ocarina of Time uh, instead. Because um, apparently it's okay if there's magic as long as you're not the one casting the magic and the, and the or as the...
0: long as it comes from a flute. Yeah, the ocarina, the ocarina doesn't
2: count because you aren't casting a spell and it's the potions don't count. music. So like, look, look, you got a better game, kid.
1: Just, yeah, he, he it worked out for him. They man. never came back. That's yeah, that he didn't. didn't. I'd say that's a pretty good trade up, man. Yeah, yeah. it actually worked out very well. Did, for he made an did extra fifteen job.
2: bucks. He got a better game. It was all right. <laughs> but I remember just like the absolute willpower to, like, look at this woman straight in the face and not just crack up laughing that she wanted to uh, turn again. It's a game about
0: a glove, lady!
2: (laughs) It's a glove! Did you think there was a scientific explanation for the anthropomorphic (laughs) gloves running around? Is that what you were expecting? Um, (laughs) There's a mouse in there! (laughs) It's all done with wires and strings. Um... A bit of a tangent. Very advanced anyway. puppetry. Jurassic Park. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> Life finds a way. Yeah. Even when it's a glove. And um uh, so I bought it because I I like Jurassic Park yeah, and I like sure. dinosaurs and Do you like
0: Park Sims? Not
2: particularly. Um, which is Sam actually, does. Sam's the oh, king. Sam, of Sam is the, the park simmiest guy I know. He's he like um, on his phone. But uh, I, play, you know, I played Roller game Coaster Tycoon back in did. the day. I played Operation Genesis, which is on the PS1, which is probably the, thing, the closest analog to this, um, except with way better graphics. Um, so the main criticism of this game that everybody has had is that it's, it's for a park building game, for park sim, it's very shallow. And uh, they are correct. Um, there's not a lot happening here. Like, the basic loop is you build the building, uh, you build a building, you have various buildings that are key to the thing, you, have to, you know, the thing that makes the dinosaurs, and they have to have be in a cage, and you have the thing that, that goes out and sends out the expeditions, and you have the things that analyze the fossils when the expedition comes back, and that's your kind of, you send, the, you send pay money to go get fossils, and then you pay money to analyze the fossils, and then you pay money to make the dinosaur. Um, and then to offset all the cost of that, you build the park buildings with, like, the restaurants and the gift shops and the viewing bays on the sides of the, the pens, and... And that's kind of the basic thing. Is you and so, from my experience, I'm on the third island, and outside of one slight problem, where um, in the second island, the the dinosaurs you make all have very various um, uh, like requirements for being happy, for being comfortable. And one of the requirements is the balance of grassland versus forest territory in their pen. Mm-hmm. And uh, turns out the carnivores are very specific about their landscaping choices. And my uh, my one of my Obviously. my uh, ceratosaurus had like just a sliver too much grassland. And not enough force, and he got very angry and smashed his head against the gate until he broke out and started eating about forty people. <laughs> and um, that's why I
0: would play this game, though. To and watch uh, that they stuff don't. happen. Oh, yeah, if they don't break out.
2: What's the <laughs> point? <man? laughs> and uh, and that was a much more. Desa- so earlier I had a breakout of two um, uh, Dra- uh, Draco Rexes, which were. Um, Plan eaters, but they got out because the, one of the other metrics is population. So there's two. There's two. There's like population and social. So social means other dinosaurs followers. of the same. No, the same species. <laughs> okay. So yeah. they interact with Another each other. game. How many Instagram followers your dinosaur <laughs> and then, has? And then population is just how many dinosaurs are in the pen with them okay. of any species, uh, preferably also herbivores because the carnivores will eat them. Um, also, the thing there's a little thing you can build in the, for the carnivores that raises a goat. And like lets it loose in their pen yes. so they can hunt it down. If you put that in a herbivore pen, um, it'll just release ten goats over time, and you'll have goats running around with your dinosaurs. Yes. And I'm like, that's all. I'm, I'm gonna put that in there because yeah, that's the thing I would notice if I went to a real park like that. I'm like, look at the goats! Look at these goats! You know that? Like, well, what there's a triceratops. Yeah, but there's a goat with a triceratops. That's a it's amazing. Because you know the
1: goats are gonna get on top of them.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm surprised PETA hasn't complained about this game yet. Um, they just, they
2: probably, they're, they're just to yeah. they're getting to it. They're sacrificing
0: goats, yeah. They haven't discovered it yet.
2: So, but that's, a, and like, as far as I've seen, the parks kind of run themselves other than the breakout stuff. Uh, so when the breakout happens, you can send, uh, the you know, you, here you've got, got a helicopter. So you can send the helicopters to the Jeeps to go tranquilize stuff, or you can control them yourself. And this is what's, what you're seeing now is, is actually controlling. the. You are usually going to be faster if you're controlling them, because the, until you upgrade them a bit, because the computer just sort of stakes his time and flies over here and sits there. Whereas this is like the little bit of action you get, um, shooting dinosaurs in the head with darts. Um, <laughs> but like, like bullet drop, jeez. Yeah, the bullet drop is crazy. You you're already it's, shooting downwards. Good yeah, Lord. it's, uh, you can the,
0: tell this is the developers playing. They- <laughs> yeah they know both those that shops was looked some, like they weren't going to land some
2: amazing shots like, yeah. so it's, yeah. it's like little things like you know okay so you got to do that and now you got to call in a helicopter it'll airlift it to where you want it to be um, I learned I learned early on Early on, you learned that the dinosaurs actually die of old age which Ooh. in like 20 minutes like my Struthiomimus was like just fell over dead, and I'm like, "What happened?" I go, "It's died of old age." I'm like, "It's like been like three days. Like, what <laughs> ha- we are screwing these pe- these dinosaurs' genetic code to hell and back." So then you have to you have to have the same like cargo helicopter like airlift the corpse. The off. Oh and God. while this is happening, your revenue goes down because no one wants to They're see a dead dinosaur. dead dinosaur.
0: Can you have them then drop the dead dinosaur into the
2: carnivore's cage? No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> Although they'll just take it off screen. Although if a if a carnivore kills a, an herbivore. It will eat the corpse eventually. Like okay. you don't have to actually airlift that out every time. It'll eventually they'll disappear. will fin- eat the whole thing. Yeah. Does it show them eating it? Yeah, yeah. Is it a gory game? Uh, there's blood. Is there's, there? There's some, there's some blood. There's and you see like them swallow people and. You know, really? Like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it's like an M rating kind of thing, but like it yeah. is. I mean, did you, you see them tearing chunks out of the thing?
0: Have you gone full ham yet and just opened up all the cages and just let the dinosaurs just eat all the humans to see what would happen? No, although that's inevitably yeah. a big scene in every Jurassic oh, yeah. Park movie where are they. All get out and all the humans run for cover.
2: It'll get there. Um, but, uh, <laughs> You'll get there. The, the ceratosaurus ran around a about 40 people, and my revenue dropped for like a week because everyone's <laughs> afraid to go. And look, yes, they should be. No, yeah. personally, if I was like, okay, you can go to this park and see di- real live dinosaurs, but there's like a 60% chance one of them will eat you. I'm still going. Like it's it's. That's, at least that's a unique thing. Maybe death. if it was 50-50. <laughs> I might watch the press conference at home.
0: Yeah. Kind it's, of uh, like yeah. E3. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, don't just watch the stream. I don't need
1: to see that <laughs> one. Well, the
2: other, the other flip side is, like, um my one of my big questions with Jurassic Park is, like, why is it harder to keep dinosaurs in a cage than, like, a lion or a bear? Yeah. Like, we, we keep the most powerful predators on the planet, like, in zoos, except for, like, sharks. Like why all can't, the time. I mean, to that, why th- is that, that point, so though, weird? why can't
0: like, we keep pandas in ca- captivity. We do. I mean we do, but it's very hard. Like well, they they, they generally people. die pandas in Eventually.
1: captivity.
2: Well, no the problem with pandas is they don't they don't reproduce enough. Right. Um, and we should just let them <laughs> It's time to let the pandas <laughs> die. I mean, if we're being honest. I mean, we're putting um, a lot of
0: effort towards them not dying out pretty yeah, much. Yeah, just
2: because they're really cute. Yeah. You know, and and there's animals that, you know, like, like, no one's kept a great white shark alive for right. more than like a week. Yeah, they're or not going to the um, voice
1: work by the actors? Yeah. I just saw Dr. Yeah, he Jeff Goldblum. Yeah,
2: it's really Jeff Goldblum. I think it's Bryce Dallas Howard as uh, Claire. I don't think it's uh, Chris Pratt, though, as Owen, uh, what's his name? Um, he's too big time. No. Yeah, he's, he's too big too, now. Was, there was a time, I mean, he, he did the actual voice for, I think, Star-Lord in, like, the Lego games, but he apparently, apparently he's and too he's busy. Right through the line. Too busy now. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, I think it's it's fun. I don't dislike it. Uh, I think it's real simple. It's kind of my first park building game in some ways where like all the crises are like pretty easy to deal with. Yeah. I've only run out of money once because I was a, it was a new island and the the breakout with a Ceratosaurus happened really early and I was like negative $300,000 or something. But I just sat there for like 10 minutes while I built the money back up and now I'm fine. For some reason, you don't share money between parks. Like every time you jump to a new island, you have to start over and it's like, Hey, other park with thirty-three million dollars in revenue, can you just like kick a couple million away so I can build a a a building with a helicopter so we don't all die? Can we do that? And there's like little you know like some one island has like massive storms you have to like lock everything down for. But the solution to that is like you build a shelter for the people, you build a couple of these storm tower things that magically protect all the buildings they're in. And then like the only challenge there is to make sure you have enough power generators. To power everything, right. so it's like it's like really basic park building stuff. And if there's more complex systems under the hood as you progress, I haven't found them yet, and I'm like halfway through. So, like what you see is really what you get. If you're just even watching this footage, like you can drive your jeep around, you can drive your helicopter around, you can look at dinosaurs and see dinosaurs. Uh, you can like research stuff that like lets you change their their. I was gonna say coat patterns, but they don't. Can have you coats. create
0: new dinosaurs? Can no. you like combine a T-Rex with like a Triceratops no. and like no, you can, you, you can raise their
2: star level. You can splice. Yeah, well, you can splice. Like there's research you can do on all like other animal genes that then let you splice like shark genes into okay into a, a dinosaur that makes their them live longer. Or like you can splice like uh, bat genes in, it and it makes them their their stamina go up because it doesn't ever have. They don't have bat wings or anything. It's not, right. It's but not, does it doesn't ever
1: have like. Unintended
2: consequences. Uh, The only consequence is The more you splice in, the less viable the the embryo becomes. So there's a higher chance of it failing. You're not gonna like
1: accidentally make flying raptors. No, no. You
2: can make the indominus. You can make the (laughs) indominus rex and the indoraptor, which are the two kind of genetic, genetically created super things things from the last one and the new one. Um, What's the one from the new one? The indoraptor, I think, is what it's called. Okay. Um, and uh, not the Indie Raptor. That's a that's a very different act. Um, but I haven't gotten to them yet. They're they're pretty late editions. I think the dinosaurs all look really nice. Uh, there's there's like little things you can do. Where like uh, I was I was doing a thing where in the second island where they they had like sick dinosaurs from somewhere. I don't know where the sick dinosaurs are coming from because i would never made them and they're not in my other park. So who's making dinosaurs? But they're flying in all these sick dinosaurs and like. Uh, they dropped a, a Diplodocus down and I cured it with a research thing, and he go in and cure it with a medical dart. and then now I got a Diplodocus. What well, cool let's go, I didn't even have to pay for that. And then they drop, they bring in another one in. And I'm like, okay, so, and it was like a Baronosuchus or something, I'd never heard of the name, I'm like, I wonder if that's a carnivore, now you have to pick where they put it. Right. And I'm like, I don't know what that, that animal is, and it turned out it was a carnivore, and I dropped it in my herbivore pen and started eating all the freaking Gallimimus's, <laughs> and, and I had to go out and tranquilize it and pick it up and put it in the carnivore pen, and that's how I found out that different species of carnivores do not like each other. So they so started the, fighting. So my Ceratosaurus ate the diseased, dinosaur I was supposed to cure, uh, and I failed that mission and the funny thing was like the 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 speech after the after I failed the mission was like well, well that was that was a good try but next time we'll get the research done and I'm like it had nothing to do with the research <laughs> <laughs> he was eaten he was eaten by the larger one that was i just didn't know you had to put them in different pens Do
0: they not tell you whether they're
2: carnivorous or well they did they don't when they just pop up the you got a, a disease this coming in and like if you don't know what that is there's no way to know so like,
0: actually if you are well versed in dinosaurs
2: yeah, google you yeah. have an advantage if i if i i considered googling it before i chose i was like maybe i should google i'm like no that sounds like a it sounds like a plant eater, kind of. <laughs> my Latin roots, if they're right. No, no it was no. A, it was a theropod carnivore, and it it ate a bunch of my. Little little plant eaters. Is this the, a full I'm like, price hey Triceratops, game? I didn't put you in there just to look around. You're supposed to be the security guard, man. Yeah, at least I can defend themselves. So is this uh, full price? This game? it is. Oh, it's very full price. It was even it's even <laughs> a little more for the lux deluxe version, which gives you like five extra dinosaurs. I guess they're dropping. Did you buy that the deluxe no, version? Because no. I never heard of any of them. Yeah. And uh, they're they're dro- they are dropping DL- free DLC I think next week where they add like eight more dinosaurs, um, including a couple big ones. I can't. remember Does that which
0: really one. add to the longevity of playing the game? dinosaurs? Um, well
2: as the grind of looking for the fossils and getting a high, high level of the genome and then making them and then like the be- the better di- different dinosaurs have higher like appeal ratings and like usually the ones that are a bigger or be better known have higher rank rankings so like I mean I was having trouble getting like my park up to a certain star rating and then I made my first like you know ceratosaurus like the only carnivore head and like all of a sudden it's like boom you're four stars now because everybody <laughs> loves a t-rex looking thing yeah you know? And um, I like to watch the dinosaurs run it, but like, in terms of like, oh, and the other thing is uh, you get these contracts. There's three divisions in the park, and there's uh, science, entertainment, and security. And you have to do missions for each one, and if, as you get like, their, their favorability with you rating up to a certain point, you'll unlock uh, new research or new abilities or new building upgrades or whatever. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, every time you do a contract for one division, the other two like, opinions of you drop. And like it's really arbitrary, and it's like, it's like, okay, so I, I, why is the science division getting angry at me that I put a new fence in for the security people? Like that doesn't. You could have given that money to them, Matt. It sounds
1: like
0: the. We Sim have City. tons of
2: money. Like it's like people, yeah. it's Dinosaur Park. People are throwing money at us to send their children here to get devoured. It's no problem. Like, it's like the SimCity traffic guy that
1: always would yell at you,
2: like no right. matter what. Right.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and uh, it's just like you don't need. Oh, there's there's a goat. A Goat running in front of Triceratops. <laughs> Um, that's the other thing we about like you see his name like CRT 002 so that's the second ceratosaurus you've ever made you can rename all your dinosaurs however you want but like then when they die of old age in 10 minutes you're like well why do you let me get attached to this right, thing right. if I'm just, it's just going to fall Susie. over I, he also uh,
0: passed on the goat there I don't yeah
2: they don't always well, at one point uh, the goat uh, they let a goat loose in the thing and the, the, there were three ceratosauruses in the pen and they just wouldn't pay attention so the goat was just running around like, <laughs> like hanging out like, and, and people were like looking at the goat It's was like okay so um, how how long have you played this? You said you're about I'd, halfway through. I've probably played it for like fifteen ish hours. Oh, okay, so um, it's probably thirty hour experience. I was actually judging by how the the distance has extended for each island, I'd say uh, it's probably closer to fifty. If wow, because they get they get more, more complex. So the second island has storms, and the third island has. Uh, like, diseases spread faster, I think. You have more diseases you have to deal with. And then, like, there's one... The fourth one, I think, is a really long, skinny one, which is hard to... Because you only have limited area to build in on each island. The long, skinny one makes you have to plan out more. And then the final island is the island from the second movie. And, like, that one's just totally crazy. Apparently I haven't gotten to it, but it's just like, this is the hardest challenge. And then, like, if you get four stars on the first island, it unlocks Isla uh, Nublar, which is the one from the original movie. Mm-hmm. And that one is a pure sandbox. Like, there's no money, there's no requirements, there's no contracts, you can just build and build and do whatever you want there. The the kicker is, you can only use the stuff you've unlocked playing the other island. So it's not like once you unlock that, you can okay. just do everything. That's you still have, cool you still have to play yeah. the legit game to do it, which is kind of annoying to some people, I know. But like, some people just want to build a bunch of T-Rexes. Yeah. But you're gonna have to earn your T-Rex. T-Rex perk. So, would you
0: recommend buying this? Uh, what, let's let's take two angles there: the average player, and then the person who loves park sims,
1: loves parks and dinosaurs. Yeah, okay. um,
2: <laughs> the average player, I think, you're, if you're not ready for this, you're going to be bored. Okay, um, it's it's a park sim. You know, it's it's yeah. like you're, you you got to spend a lot of time deciding where to put power lines and fences. It's not uh,
0: that nah, I'm out. You know, and um, <laughs> later. <laughs>
2: And, uh, you yeah, know, it's, it's a little awkward with a controller. I've been playing on Xbox. It's, it's uh, you know, probably works a little better with a mouse, even though it clearly is designed to, be used, to use a controller on it. Um, for a park sim fan, like, it depends. Like, do you want to play a park sim where you have dinosaurs that look really nice? Or do you want to play a park sim that really challenges and keeps you interested? That's kind of my question. It yeah. ain't the latter. Yeah. So um, which,
1: if you if do have you, that person, what should they be playing? Um, what's the what's the main comparison here? Sorry, I'm I'm like not into park sims at all.
0: Like translation is what's a good park what's sim? A good, right? Yeah, oh, park what sim. should they be? Planning? Maybe we should ask Sam. What's,
1: what's the Horizon Three? <laughs> yeah, for what's the, the Forza like, Horizon um, three in of parks. Of I don't know. In terms of two,
2: dinosaur parks, I don't know if there is. Oh, no, just parks in general. Uh, but like, I mean, well, what is it? Cities, skylines. I guess I'm not. A yeah, park I guess that's sim. it. Yeah, I'm not a park well, that's sim a, person that's either. The either. That's the latest hot. Not really a sim. park, though, is it? Yeah, no. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's. I mean, it's like a sim. Well, the city roller coaster, coaster tycoon
0: games have kind of gone away.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, there's the, what, Planet Coaster is the yeah. new one by, by the Roller Coaster Tycoon people. I the think it's these guys. People, yeah, it? I think it is. Um, I guess that's still good. I don't know. I was never, I liked watching what people made in Roller Coaster Tycoon. I was never any good at actually doing it. Yeah. yeah. Um, there always gets too much work for me. Yeah, because I, when I would when, get bored. when you were here last week, like, I gave a, a demo of Jurassic Park to Sam, and he didn't seem particularly impressed. Um, he, he's, 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 he's hardcore, as we know um he's seen he's seen it all but uh so i enjoy it in the sense that like i like to watch i like the dinosaur thing and i like the jurassic park tie-in but like um uh, 60 i like, I like <laughs> that the goat goat. dispenser that's pretty sweet. <laughs> that holds well, that's the, straight out of the movie yeah you yeah. Should just paint the floor
1: of those that holds
2: 10 goats and then if it runs out of goats you have to send a jeep to restock it with goats are
1: you serious yeah it costs like That sounds sec- wildly unsanitary. It costs it's like two hundred
2: 200- ten goats down there? Yeah, it costs like $200,000 to restock the goat platform. <laughs>
0: um, that sounds like you I should start- expensive ass goats. I should get sounds into like goat I should be raising you know? goats for well, a living. In right? Hawaii, you got to you got to
2: fly everything in. Everything's <laughs> right. expensive in Hawaii. So breed
0: goats. A gallon of milks over $10 in Hawaii. You think That's T- not even an exaggeration. You
2: think T-Rex just eats any goats? Yeah. You got you can't just like be breeding breeding <laughs> fake ass goats over here. They need the goats. Organic, a, artisanal, organic goats. Artisanal, artisanal goats. Organic, artisanal goats. <laughs> that give the spider silk milk. That's the only things that we need. So it sounds like this is for a very limited audience. It's for someone who doesn't mind spending a lot of money for a fairly simple game that lets you look at some very pretty dinosaurs. Okay. That's about as far as I'll go. Um, and they don't even have feathers, so they're not even Which scientifically is in, yeah, accurate. Yeah, they're not even accurate. Um, I don't particularly regret buying it but it was sort of like an impulse buy. I got back from E3 on like day three and I'm just like I want to play the Dinosaurs. And like yeah. it, was, it was, I was I had a
0: big presence at the show. It I became five years booth. old
2: and decided I wanted to make dinosaurs and, and put them in put them in pens. No. And, and uh, that was sort of just what happened. Do you think you'll finish it? Yeah, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Especially now that I'm not going to play the Crew 2 or Mario Tennis. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I've gone Maybe back I and, should buy it. I've gone back and been playing like old games through like sales. I, 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 I've replayed most of Dying Light this week. I've been playing, replaying Watch Dogs 2. I've been like going back to all these old open world games I never I was, got all the way through. I was thinking
1: about going back to Watch Dogs 2. I don't think I gave it the, yeah, the shake it
2: deserved. It's not bad, but it feels weirdly disjointed from itself in a lot of ways and like it keeps throwing those stupid like rant like kind of procedurally generated purple missions at you and like yeah. it wants it constantly wants you to to play co-op and i'm like i don't want to play co-op i just want to i just want to drive around san francisco and like steal people's phones and shit <laughs> and like after a while i just sort of run out of things to do and i sort of wander away from it uh, Dying Light, though, I still think is really damn good, and it's kind of an. Under- I-, I thought it was like an underplayed game, but it turns out 13 oh, million huge. people oh, yeah. have played it. Like, wow! Techland, like Techland hit quiet gold on oh, that yeah. one, I guess.
0: And they're gonna keep milking it yeah. until people don't want to play it anymore.
2: So yeah, I mean, I don't. I certainly don't dislike. Jurassic Park, but it's hard for me to say. It's a sixty-dollar game for someone who's like really carefully considering. And this their is budget. a game that will drop in price. Definitely. I mean, oh, I would. Yeah. I would think by one this, year from
1: now, that will be four dollars.
2: Oh sure, but I think by by this time at the end of the year, you're gonna have half price at, at most. Yeah, it um, probably be like
0: twenty bucks over Christmas or. Whatever. Also,
2: wouldn't shock me to like around the time like you know next year, maybe early. I wouldn't shock me to see it become like a game with gold or a or a PS Plus game. It also has a PC yeah. version, which means it could be tossed in with some Steam stuff yeah. here and there. So. Um, so yeah, only buy it now if you're just, you just are desperately craving Jurassic Park building action and you lost your copy of Operation Genesis, yeah. or your PS1 doesn't work anymore. And uh, I mean, yeah, really the best part about it has been watching the dinosaurs and looking at them. and, and Observation. Oh yeah, uh, you know, and like you can do that on YouTube. Right. like that's the, <laughs> You don't have to play the game. Yeah, that's the dirty little secret you here. You just like did I, that watching I, I, Yeah, game I could have just watched that B-roll <laughs> yeah. for five minutes after I got home from E3 last week and be like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. But no, I, I, I bought it. You and, took the plunge. I mean, I had played it for like 15 hours. It's not like I'm disliking it, but yeah. it's just, I feel like if you want more out of this than just like, oh, it's cool to watch the dinosaurs walk around and every once in a while I get to fly a helicopter over them, There's like, if you're looking for a real park building like challenge and, and something that's going to absorb you in doing that, like... I just don't feel it's here and I'm not a huge park building game player so it's not like I feel like I am the expert on what makes a deep park sim but like I just right. don't feel like it if I think it's not particularly complex I can't imagine how someone who can you know run Sim City in their sleep would think it'd be like this must be like I need something to play while I play this you know it's it's so <laughs> easy so right. it's because it, that's the thing is like it's not really a challenge the challenge in the time spent for the later islands doesn't seem to be about how clever or how good can you be about manipulating this. It's more about, like, do you have the patience to stick it out? You know? And that's not really a very interesting gameplay practice.
0: No, it's not a really great selling point, unfortunately.
2: So I definitely do not. Yep. No. <laughs> you dino do not.
0: Yeah. All right, well, let's move on. We're going to move to our last topic of today's show. Um, I actually discussed this a little bit on a brand new show we, we launched this week called The Grind, uh, I know a lot of you guys, some people only watch Pack and only watch Game Face. So a lot of times on some of the stuff we do on some of our other shows, I'll bring it on here to make sure everyone kind of figures out and here's what actually happens. So uh, there was a huge kerfuffle this week with, uh, I know I talked on Game Face last week about how we had the audio from the Cyberpunk 2077 demo uh, that I had recorded while I was at the demo. And I kind of asked you guys what you wanted me to do with it. You guys all said, hey, just throw it underneath some B-roll and we'll listen to it. And so that's what I did. We, we t- spent a lot of time sweetening the audio because I had recorded it with my iPhone. And so we threw it into an editing program and re-equalized all the audio, laid it all out in a timeline, uh, looped a bunch of trailers and screenshots over top of it, put a disclaimer in the front of it, and put it up. And within 30 minutes, it was zapped by CD Projekt Red. They filed a copyright claim for it. Not only did they file a claim, so there's different kinds of claims. There's The claim we get almost every episode of Game Face, which is just like, hey, we know you put our stuff in the show, so don't monetize it. And that's not a big deal. But we got like a strike from CD Projekt Red, which means if you get like three of those within a certain period of time, your YouTube channel is deleted forever. So these kinds of strikes are a really, really big deal. So PR reached out to me and said, hey, we want you to take that down. I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about this before i even finished sending that email the video had already been taken down by cd project red on youtube i'm not even going to get into the fact that legally they really did not have a right to do that i mean that that was recorded on public property it was not an nda signed but ultimately it is their copyright and their ip so i understood their position it was technically copyrights for us and for cd project red Essentially, what it came down to is I did not want to ruin the relationship, one, with CD Projekt Red, and two, with the PR person that set me up with the demo because I've literally known the guy for like 15 or 16 years. So it wasn't worth it to us to burn those bridges, to repost it on our servers. I couldn't repost it on YouTube because all they were going to do is just zap it again. So we really had no recourse whatsoever. And uh, ultimately, what ended up happening is Someone downloaded the YouTube video and then ripped the audio out of it and then posted it on some corny like audios. I've never even seen that website before that they posted those files on. And then it was pointed to by some small website that was then pointed to by PC Gamer. And it became this thing that we never got credit for and ended up getting no benefit for whatsoever. In fact, it ended up all to our detriment because now our relationship with CD Projekt Red and this PR guy who I respect very much is a little shaky and we got absolutely nothing out of it. Most of you guys never got to listen to it because it was taken down within 30 minutes and somebody else ended up uploading it. And the story ran all over the internet and no one ever said, Hey, this was sifted that did this or Shane Satterfield that did this. A lot of people called it a leak. It was not a leak. I realize using the word leak is a lot sexier for a headline on your website or for your your message board post. It was not a leak. I didn't go in and hide a microphone underneath a chair or anything like that. I walked in and stood there and recorded it on my phone in front of everybody. There was nothing secret about it. There was nothing malicious about it. It's all been portrayed wrong, to be perfectly honest with you. Today, I saw on a podcast, somebody, I'm not gonna say who, said whoever did that is an a-hole. And said, uh, Again, I'm not gonna say who it was, but they they called me an a-hole, not knowing I was the one who did it. And I know this person, and this person knows me. And this person, by the way, makes their living off video game publishers and developers by hosting events from video game publishers and developers. So I can see where their perspective might be, that's an a-hole-ish thing to do. This person's not a journalist. And I think maybe what we're seeing here is converge, not a convergence, a butting of the heads of someone who is a journalist. I mean, I don't want to call myself a journalist. That's for somebody else to say. But I've, I've been trained to be a journalist, and I've been taught to handle things a certain way. And I've handled my business the last 20 years in this industry that way, the way I was taught and trained to do it. And the way I was taught and trained is you have to work to maximize the assets that you are afforded to create news or things that people care about and want to read or watch. And that's exactly what I did with this. I didn't break any rules. No one told me I wasn't allowed to record the audio. Um, People saw me recording the audio. No one seemed to care. Also, for whatever reason, no one else seemed to have the foresight to do it except for me because no other recordings have popped up. The recording that's making the rounds out there is 100% 100 ours. You can hear our bumper at the beginning of it playing. I just did what I was trained to do. I was trained to take assets that I had and create something that people wanted to read or watch. And I did that. Um, unfortunately, the way this industry works anymore, people just aren't used to it. Like, it was very interesting to deal with CD Projekt Red, who, by the way, ended up being awesome. Uh, they ended up removing the strike on YouTube and emailed me and said, look, we know we screwed up here. Um, this is p- at least partially our fault. Uh, so they were totally cool with it. They got it. They requested that I help them like, kind of fish around and take down links, which I have done for like, the last few days. But I think what this has just been one of the most blatant cases to me of it's hard to be a journalist in this industry anymore. I feel like Kotaku does a good bit of it. Uh, Kotaku breaks legitimate stories where it's not just handed to them on a platter and they're told, hey, you run this on Friday at 9 a.m. Uh, but there is not much of it left.
2: Klepik does it still.
0: Patrick Klepik over at Waypoint does it sometimes. Um, Jason Schreier does it at Kotaku. But otherwise, it's just like a barren wasteland. The, The marketing and PR machine in conjunction with influencers, YouTubers, and streamers have created this environment where people just expect that's the way it's supposed to be. It was interesting reading the comments on any website that pointed to the files that have been ripped from us, and it was one of two things. Either this is pathetic, they're screwing CD Projekt Red, or holy crap, I can't wait to listen to this. So there's this environment that's been created in our industry where if you actually try to be a real journalist, you're going to end up getting chided for it. Not only chided by people who aren't journalists, but also by people who claim that they are journalists. And I have news for you, you're not. If you're taking money from a video game publisher or a video game developer to host their shows, you're not a journalist. You're on the take, you're a shill. And you've made the decision to do that, that's fine. But accept it. Don't try to play, I'm journalist now, I'm gonna tell another journalist how they should do their business, or I'm gonna call that journalist a name. Just admit that, hey, I'm willing to make money being a host however I can, and I'm going to let the other people do that stuff, and I'm not going to criticize them for it. So I took umbrage with the person calling me an a-hole, even though they didn't know I was the one who did it, just off the cuff when this person in particular is very well known in the industry for basically pay-for-play, payola. I'm going to go host your thing, now you give me 10 Gs or whatever. So I just wanted to clear the air on Game Face because this is the show that's more watched watched than Pactor by our... uh, by our patrons and I wanted to set the record straight right here on GF so you guys know exactly what happened and why we had promotion up and we tried to send you guys to it. Maybe you got in a wild goose chase. You're like, what happened? That's what happened. Um, I've had people ask me if I will email them the audio file or if I'll repost it. No and no, um, I'm not going to redistribute it. CD Project Red was, was great about this and very understanding about it and uh, it's just not worth it to me at this point to do it so do i regret that we i had a scoop and we lost it absolutely this could have been a game changer for sifted in all honesty like when i realized that i was the only one that had the audio because it it was like four days after the show had ended and i knew other sites had more resources than we did and it took me a while to get around to it i knew if another site had it they would put it up right away i read i knew by the time we went to publish ours i knew no one else had it and i knew it could have just been huge for us it could have drawn so many eyeballs to the site so many eyeballs to game face to whatever it could have been a total game changer for us and it wasn't a malicious thing it was i had the foresight to do it i had the idea of how to implement it and no one else did it was just one of those cases that could have been a magic bullet for us and it all got screwed up and it did nothing for us ultimately so I don't regret how I handled anything. I think I handled the situation as best I could. Uh, I do regret that I had something that could have been a big difference maker for us and it ultimately did nothing but made somebody call me an asshole. So that's the story. That's what happened with uh, the audio for Cyberpunk 2077. To the people out there who did get to listen to it, I'm I'm happy for you guys. You guys got to hear the voice acting for the game for the first time. You got to hear the weapon reports for the first time. You got to hear CD Projekt Red describe the demo and all the details about the demo for the very first time. You got to hear the music for the very first time. Uh, I, I saw some other journalists trying to mock it and saying, well, what value is there? There's no value in there There is absolutely value in that. Clearly so, there is. Yes, clearly. So,
1: we wouldn't try to take it
0: down. I feel like there's a lot of salty dogs out there right now who are like, why didn't I think of that? Well, you didn't. And so instead of lashing out at us, even though you may not even know it was us that did it, maybe you should start thinking critically about your coverage next time instead of saying, oh, they told me I could do this. I, they told me I could do that, and I could only post it at Thursday at 1 a.m. Think for yourself. Like, be a journalist. Think critically about your job. Think about your assets and what you have access to and be creative with them instead of just falling in line like a lemming, which is really honestly what the majority of the press is at this point. The fact that I got, like, any flack from anybody who calls himself a journalist over this is pathetic. So that's it. That's what happened. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So with that, it's time for our trailer of the week. And you guys are all going to hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I was completely completely selfish with the trailer of the week this week. It wasn't even that I was selfish it's that that there were no good trailers this week. It was really dry. It's post E3. Everyone kind of gave it all they had. Yeah if they had something they already posted it. they, They put it up over E3 so the trailer for this week is the debut trailer for NHL 19. Get your questions in the chat right now.
1: For a lot of us this is where it all began. Hockey was a way of life.
2: Welcome to my city. is the only place I know. Of gorilla's rolling with me, and we live in batik. I hope you forgive me. I don't know what you was told. But we was on the corner flipping struggle in the coast I put that city on the map. Oh. Put that city on my back. Oh. Till I'm up with a belly on my lap. I wish I could ditch and go there. I wish I'm dependent on what I'm chilling
3: for. I won't hit it more, yeah. I I'm not just anybody. I know I go hardest anybody. Say my goodbyes and hellos, because all the roads lead home. All roads lead home. Welcome to my city. Welcome, welcome. Home. All roads lead home. Yeah. Welcome to my city. Welcome, welcome to my city.
0: So, Pond Hockey, the, the big new addition for NHL 19, guys. Yeah. How excited are you about Pond Hockey coming right. to NHL 19? You were right. I, everybody I, hated I forgot
1: the
0: <laughs> <laughs> one. We were talking about other stuff while the trailer was rolling. Let's see if we have any questions. Uh, as always. Somebody's lower
1: thirds. It's brutal. <laughs> Sorry, man.
0: <laughs> Sorry, man. You can just like finger write your and name the across the screen if you want to there. Oh, and man. Makes like... you need like a little sign. For me <laughs> to fold up. Yeah, I'll bring my own uh, sign. Uh, before we get into the Q&A, it is getting near the end of the month, so if you have not subscribed uh, to us via Twitch Prime, and you normally do, would really appreciate it if you could do that right now. I did uh, mine this morning. Did you? I had forgotten. Thank yeah. you, man. We'll start uh, promoting that again here in the next couple days for people who are on the site. But I know a lot of you guys on the chat do it. And uh, so if you could pop that up for us, we'd appreciate it a great deal. Uh, Johnny Hurricane. Johnny Hurricane, brother. <laughs> I have texted you like three times. I've sent you two emails. You hate me or something? You trying to avoid me? Probably. Johnny Hurricane is uh, the guy who went to Pax party. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And I had a blast. I had a blast hanging out with him. Matt Matt as well. Um, I've been
1: emailing you and he texting you, man. just real didn't drunk. like you that way.
0: What'd you say? He got to see Shane real drunk. He got to see everybody real drunk. Yeah, we had a blast. Uh, let's get to some questions. As always, go at Sifted Games, and we can pluck them out of the chat much easier. Uh, let's see. Supercord on blue. have you considered a section on Sifted for original written articles or an opinion section? I love the curation, but just a thought. Well, there's this, there's this channel on Sifted that's called Opinion.
1: I think they mean yours, specifically. Yeah, like in-house written stuff. I mean, the ah. original content thing is sort of that. That's all technically opinion. Yeah. I mean, everything we do pretty much is opinion. Yeah.
0: We have some features here and there. Like, we put up the interviews from E3. But almost everything that we do is classified as opinion. If you're asking me if I'm going to write editorials, I tend to write scripts for GIF and then create videos out of my written editorials. And look, I know some of you guys, like, like the written word online or on your phone instead of uh, having to watch a video because it'll suck up your plan. Yeah, a lot of people are like that. Uh, but I don't know. I, it's all about video, really. I mean, to be honest with you, I could publish the text version of GIFE along with the video, I guess. It just, I don't know. It, it doesn't make much sense to me. Um, it would be a lot easier to just write stuff. I'll say I, that I think it would
1: definitely lose something in the translation. Yeah. Um, That je ne sais quoi of geif. Right, because I'm writing stuff. I'm writing
0: it, obviously, but that's just the first step. Then I have to go and cut it all together into a video. It would actually make my life a hell of a lot easier if I just put up the script after I got done writing it. Uh, But I want to go the extra mile, and I want to create video content. That's just kind of what I do. So probably not. If I do that, you know I'm getting lazy. I'll put it to (laughs) you that way, which could happen.
1: If I had to think of one word to describe Shane... It was not lazy. Yeah, that is, <laughs> we wouldn't be sitting here right now if I were lazy, let me tell you. Uh,
0: let's see, W. Matthew, I knew this question was going to come. Uh, what do you think of Nintendo and Microsoft promoting crossplay and rubbing it in Sony's face? I,
1: they kind of asked for it. it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's great. Well, it always makes me think of when Sony rubbed the, uh, like, the weird game rental thing that Xbox did. Yeah, mm-hmm. it always makes me think of that. And it's like, like yeah, here's how you up. share a
0: game on PlayStation. There you yeah. Here you go. Yeah, it. Sony, <laughs> Sony's getting what it deserves right now. I mean, to be honest with you, it's it's not like Microsoft and Nintendo are doing something
1: unwarranted. I mean, this is the result of Sony's decision making. So I don't know, this is uh, this is exactly what Matt said on the best of E3 thing. But why choose this hill to die on? Like, the most popular game right now, and you're like, whoa, we're going to be a-holes to all of you? Like, no one who plays Fortnite doesn't know this happened. Even if you actually play on the PS4, and you don't have a Switch, you still know they were being meaners about it. Like, don't... What are you doing? Why are they doing it? Because they think they can. They think they can get away with it. And they probably can, to be honest with you. For now. For now. For now, man. We'll see how PS5, Xbox 2, or whatever comes around, but... But people will a lot of people will forget this. We won't,
0: but a lot of people will never even remember but that.
1: But that's 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 assuming this is a vacuum. If this is a representation of how they feel about how they can do it, this isn't the first or last time mm-hmm. they're gonna do something no, you're right. like this. Especially if you know the PS five is the cell processor part two
0: or whatever, you know. Well it already happened with Rocket League. That was yeah. kind of the first case where Sony dug in his heels and was
1: like, No, 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 no. we're not playing with you guys. To be fair, that wasn't I don't know, it seems worse with Fortnite because I feel like there's a lot of benefit to playing on the different...
0: Well, there's, I think formats. the differentiator is the account system, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you originally signed up on PS4, you're kind of screwed now if you go and try to or play somewhere just,
1: else. if you've just
2: used it on PS4, because I, had my, it was just my yeah, account. Yeah, you can't, like, de-associate it. Yeah, like, my yeah. account is linked, forever. you know, my Epic account or whatever is linked on PC and PS4, which means if I ever wanted to play it on the Switch, I would have to create a new account. Brand new account. Oh, and yeah.
1: note to you kids, if you unlink your Epic account from your PS4 account, not only will you lose all your PS4 stuff, but you still won't be able to play on Switch, so don't do that. Really? Yeah, yeah. don't it's, do that. It's a permanent do flag for oh, some reason. Oh, jeez. Like yeah. if, you, if you could just say, all right, erase all my PS4 stuff I want to play on Switch, then like, this would be much less of a big deal. That almost sounds like an epic issue to me. It does, yeah. I don't know. It's probably whatever the deal they have with Sony. I think we, we all agree,
0: though, that whatever amount of crap Microsoft and Nintendo give Sony—we're cool with it.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I ask keep piling on—we're
0: totally cool. Yeah. And also, if this ends up like uniting Nintendo and Microsoft, and we get something like Banjo and Smash Brothers or something out of it. Hey, fringe <laughs> benefits. That's I mean, I gotta say, say.
2: Any, I think anything the various companies can do to basically keep each other honest is good. Yeah. Like, yep. Because we've seen all three of them get out of control, yeah. up in their own egos, and it never works out well for the people that end up spending money on their products.
0: It never ends up working out well for them either. No, no I no. mean we saw what happened with Sony with the PlayStation Three. You end up paying yeah. for it.
2: So or with Microsoft. Sony needs to wake thing, the f or an up in, and
0: remember what five years ago was not that
2: long ago? Nintendo thinking the Wii people would follow them uh, to uh, a new system know, or like, their you know, press over conference over felt
1: like that, where it was like just being yeah. weird and. It was the cell processor of press conferences. It's like, it's not that, not a terrible idea, but just why, well, why are you doing this? You
2: didn't sit through the, the press conference where the last 20 minutes, what was that, was that 2004, I think, where the last 20 minutes was a man who could barely speak English talking about cyber world yeah. and how the, <laughs> how the cell processor was going to let you jack into the matrix. Like, he literally <laughs> you literally said that.
0: Sony doing that now, having and a press I, conference like that?
2: And I was, oh, and I was, I remember, like, I was, Cyber I world. felt, I ate some kind of baby burrito or something before, and I felt, ter- I felt, like, nauseous or something, and, and at some point, I remember looking over at you at Adam, and I'm just like, am I hallucinating this? No, like, it's really what, happening. What, is, what the hell is going on? And, like, Cyber world. Yeah. and, like, and, like, I remember you, you just, you're just sitting there going, like, oh, my God, like, what am I watching? Like, it was insane. Sony had a bunch of those in a row, basically. And uh, I'm waiting for the next one. It, it was real close this year. Real cl- um, when they took a 15-minute break for Sean Layden to sit there and talk about how, you guys shouldn't expect too much here. I mean, just, just everybody desk. just everybody <laughs> just calmed down. You know? It's just like, what is happening? Weird. Then they had their
1: own internal commentators. That was always <laughs> bizarre. Whatever. Continue. All right, from The Legacy,
0: Matt, did you see the new Jurassic Park? Not yet. Is it out now? came out today, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, any initial reviews or anything?
2: Meh. Man like it's not it's not burning up charts. A couple of people I know and trust have seen it and they said it was awful. Oh jeez. Um that's not necessarily going to deter me from seeing it eventually cuz I I mean if I saw Jurassic Park 3 in the theater I can see this thing in the I mean, theater. The, the yeah. last one was was rough. I liked the last one. I enjoyed uh, it.
0: I turned my brain off when I watched it. Yeah,
2: it's it's real dumb and it doesn't make a lot of sense and everybody's just throwing an idiot ball back and forth the whole time. Yeah, whenever But
1: like I I enjoyed it. I I It was mindless. It was. Any, anytime but... any, anytime someone wasn't speaking it was fine. yes but the a dialogue good, yeah. was just like who wrote this um yeah matt probably knows who wrote I it. i used to i don't remember anymore <laughs>
2: but it was uh i just saw actually saw it on on cable last night it happened to be on i watched like the last half of it It's probably the last first time i've seen it since it was in theaters and like, yeah, that that final fight between the T Rex and the and the Indominus Rex and the Raptor and the Moses like that's still awesome. Like that's yeah. that's, that's nobody just, was talking. That's just kid banging his <laughs> toys together. That was that was a great fight. I was that was the best like Godzilla fight not in a Godzilla movie I've ever seen.
0: Uh, here's one from J Reed Vic Seven. How long will it take for the core gaming audience to come to grips that proliferation and the internet killed E3 surprises probably permanently, and that'll
1: ultimately be a different show from now on? Well, I don't know that that's true i mean He's I guess of right i guess it depends on how big the surprise is it's not like we didn't learn new stuff but we didn't learn much new stuff besides what was leaked out beforehand i guess my point was there wasn't that much stuff even con- uh, including the leaks
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah well, I so mean, that's what I'm saying. The internet's not at fault here. The lack of new stuff is at fault. That's partly. I mean, also, like, look, the biggest
2: things to me were, like, seeing Ghosts of Tsushima. Yeah, seeing, yeah. I mean, yeah. not knowing about things doesn't matter as much as experiencing them. And, like, it's it's the spoiler thing. It's like, yeah. it's like, oh my god, I know a plot point. Everything's ruined. No, not if it's well told. Not you know, every, No one's gonna see a Shakespeare movie in 400 years not knowing how it ends, or play, not knowing how it ends. It says in the title, if it says the tragedy of whatever, they all die at yeah. the end. That's it. That's how it works. But you go to see the journey. You go to see the artistry. You go to see the performance. You go to see you know, the the, the, the interpretation of it. And like, you can tell me all you want about how awesome the Cyberpunk trailer was or the Beyond Good and Evil 2 trailer was going to be or, or the Ghost of Tsushima demo, but... That doesn't have the impact on me that actually seeing it happen in front of me. So I don't care about the leaks. I think the leaks are, are just part of, the, part of the show to some degree. And the real thing is when you actually get to see the thing played in front of you. I think a lot of people look at E3 like Christmas. It's like you know you're getting gifts.
0: You just don't know what's inside them. Mm-hmm. And over the last couple years, it's like you're basically being
2: told what's inside the box before you unwrap it. I've always just enjoyed the actual thing in the box more than not knowing what's in the box. Yeah, you're so. saying like... Well, you're a but good kid. You're, right, but you're <laughs> saying like
0: what was more important to me was actually playing with whatever yes. the gift was. It wasn't the... But I think some other people are different. They get just as much enjoyment yeah. out of not knowing what the gift is and then discovering it as they do getting to play with Somewhat, them. But I mean, you can
1: liken it to movie trailers or something. Right. Like If I don't watch any trailers for a movie and then see it, I generally have a better experience than if that's I right. have watched the trailer. I just don't have. I, I can. I can know the whole plot of
2: something and watch it, and it's completely still the same enjoyable. I, like, I don't know like I mean it's even look plots a story is more than its plot a, a movie sure. is more than surprising you that's not what I go to see stories and movies for but, but it but makes even not less zero value either it depends on the, on the I mean if it's like the whodunit, sure, it if it's a whodunit it is, mystery but... sure but like otherwise like I don't care about spoilers at all ever. Tell me everything. I don't give a shit. Well, but but his do. Point. He it makes, he's asking but it makes even. Do care. Right, yes. But it makes even less sense with with E. You know, there's people who there are forums and people who go, like, "Oh, no, E three spoilers. Nobody t- like people yeah. are upset about leaks about being spoiled.
0: It's news. No, those like, people like, drive me crazy. That's weird. Like those people <laughs> literally drive me crazy. The people who are like, I can't know anything about anything. Everything's a freaking spoiler. It's like. So Just no, go, like, trap, like, lock yourself in a closet or something, bro. Like, you're never, never going to survive no. out here.
2: Like, so, no, nothing, none of the leaks really, I think, impacted anything to, for me in terms of, like, you know, because it's, like, it's one thing if it's, like, you. I, I think Fallout 76, which is not a leak, really, because they announced it themselves, but I thought that was kind of, kind of diminished that a little bit because they didn't do anything more in the presentation, you know, they, they showed a little bit, they talked a little bit, but was still very vague. Well, that wasn't their plan. The and whole I did,
1: Walmart thing happened, and they were like, fine, we'll just... Well,
2: the Rage it. thing, but, like, the Fallout 76 didn't leak.
1: Oh, I thought that was Walmart. No, Walmart oh, was well, Rage then, too. Then never mind.
2: Uh, and Pete <laughs> Hines was very angry on Twitter. Um, and how do you
1: feel about Pokemon Go?
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> now, I like how you, like, turned into the reporter there. <laughs> like, leaned in with your mic. Uh, let's
2: I, move on. I feel like I enjoyed it more than I'm going to enjoy Let's Go.
0: <laughs> mm. uh, here's one from Potty. Party F two, sit the games. What is it like being an a hole? It's pretty damn good. I'm really yes. having a great Friday night as an a hole. It's freeing. Thank you worse. very much. Uh, let's you answer a couple more. Um, the legacy. Do you think if you had uploaded an audio transcript, the situation would have been better? That's a good question. That's what I asked the PR person. Mm-hmm. I said, so what's the difference between me posting the audio? And just transcribing this word for word, and he never he didn't reply. Hmm. See, that's the interesting thing is when like they asked I, me to take it down at first, that's the first thing I asked them. I'm like, okay, well, what if I just transcribe this word for word?
2: Well, see, I thought I, you know, I didn't say anything, but I figured like as soon as you put that up, it was gonna be gone. Like yeah. they were gonna because I know like it, you know they they're always very strict about recording it, and I knew that like, it was kind of a letter of the law, if not the spirit, sort of thing. Because I figured, like everyone thought, probably thought you were recording it for your, for your article later or whatever. You know, like, right. it was like you know, like for personal use or, or you know, internal use only or whatever. Right. And then like this came up. Um, I think they underestimated the popularity of their own game. Maybe like, I think they
0: did not anticipate that people would be so thirsty for information about that game one, and that two, they would intentionally withhold that information mm-hmm. from the public. I and that's the storm that created this situation, is there was a demand for the information, and they refused to provide mm-hmm. the information to the general you sh-
2: consumer. You should have made it like sifted subscribers only at first and let, <laughs> and let it kind of spread a little bit, because they probably wouldn't have found it that fast.
0: I thought about it for a long time. I mean, that's one of the big reasons I kind of worked on other post E3 stuff before mm-hmm. I put that up, because I wanted to think about it and make sure I approached it the right way. Um, and I thought if I just put it on sifted, it would get chopped before it ever even had a chance to spread. And so that's why I just did, which we hardly ever do, day and date, both mm-hmm. for our patrons and for our YouTube channel.
2: And I admit I didn't think it would get nailed in 30 minutes. I th- yeah I thought you'd have a day right.
0: I thought it would be at least long enough that we would get credit for it mm-hmm. that people would be like, "Hey, what's this sifted site that posted this?" Like it, we didn't get that out of it. It was just not long
2: up long enough. To, yeah. to have that happen it
0: did I'll say this much though in 30 minutes it did like 1100 views mm. like we know nice. nothing we put on YouTube does that many views in 30 minutes
2: like well I'm still very curious about why they don't I mean I get I mean we speculated before the show like like you know, to this day, there's still these stupid mods that go up on Nexus and stuff about like, Witcher 3, E3 demo, correct lighting mod kind of thing. And (laughs) it's just like, yeah, they changed how the lighting looked. It didn't downgrade it, they didn't do anything. They just made an artistic choice and you disagree with it, but they didn't lie to you. That's what, I'm getting real I'm t- real tired of the whole developers lie to you thing. Because I mean, it's Rage not... Culture
0: could have ultimately caused this, really. Sure.
2: And I, I can see why they would be like, okay, we're not going to share that because we don't want people two years from now when the game to be comes doing out comparing videos. individual building yeah. neon
1: signs to the demo and deciding whether they look worse now or right. something. You know, and that's it's like... funny because that was my original thought is the only behind-the-scenes demo I've ever been to was the first Assassin's Creed and, like, You know, no one really knew what it was, (laughs) and like it was an amazing demo, and like they were playing it. It's not like I played it, and so like clearly they had these things they scripted and went through. And I remember coming out, I was like, "That was awesome. Why is this not being shared publicly?"
2: Yeah,
1: and
0: Project Red is notorious for that.
1: Yeah, stuff. Yeah, they
2: keep stuff because they don't need to. I mean, right. I, you know, even as a giant CD Projekt fan who loved all the Witcher games and is looking forward to Cyberpunk, I didn't think Cyberpunk was going to set the world on fire the way it did at the E3. Like I figured, it would be something that people liked, liked and was like, "Oh, that was really cool." But the I fact just didn't think
0: they would play it for an hour. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that, I thought best
2: case scenario we got the trailer
0: that we got.
2: Well, that doesn't shock me really at all. Like when so when I found out, like they're like, "Oh yeah, the demo's 50 minutes." I'm like, "Yeah, that's about how long the Witcher three, the first big Witcher three demo was." They yeah. they, they played through almost. A huge chunk of the tutorial section of The Witcher Three. They did the full Griffin hunt and like a bunch of other wandering around stuff, bunch of conversations. They redid something so you could see how something worked out differently if you said the other thing. Kind of what your what, what what cyberpunk was about yeah. and. Um, so yeah, they're not afraid to show the, ver- the you know the, the a full you know beginning of the game like that. But like um, I just don't understand why uh, you know it, so, suddenly it's it's big and it's hyped and and bigger than I think anything they've done so far has been. And part part of that's riding on the back of the Witcher three success. But right. like I didn't necessarily think that that the Witcher three success was going to translate to Cyberpunk because there's such different properties. Yeah. Um. It's it's almost it's actually kind of encouraging to me because like you know. I like it when you know, the audience understands that the reason this game is so good and this other game might be so good is because the same people made it. Yeah, like, right. like acknowledging that the developers or you know, the talents behind it are why these games are yeah, good. It wasn't
1: Geralt that made it good.
2: Right. It's like the, it's like something, what was it, God, who was, I was like, oh, Yahtzee was talking about how he's not looking forward to the Spider-Man PS4 game because the last four Spider-Man games have been terrible. That's, and I'm like, that has not, that's. Dumb yeah, those are completely <laughs> unrelated. <laughs> that's it, it, Yahtzee for you, though. So, like, it, it's, you know, that mentality being left behind, you know, leave the brand behind, leave the, the title behind and look at who's making it. Like I, This feels like a really nice, step in that direction because cyberpunk no no one likes cyberpunk shit. like cyberpunk They're struggles, gonna like this cyberpunk struggles as a genre to be a mainstream thing movies cyberpunk movies other than the matrix do not succeed for the most part um, i just think it's pathetic that i am the weirdo for doing what every
0: journalist in this industry should be doing well,
2: it's sort of an understood thing <laughs> that like you know it's a behind closed doors things no one does that yeah you know it's, it's just sort of a it's like an unwritten rule of E3. Like, if you get into that thing, you, what, you, you know, you. got believe they're going to write it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me wonder if, like, when, you know, moving forward, will other people try to do what you did and. I'm sure they will. It'll become yeah. a thing. Hey, if I started something. Because it there is, it was because something. there is sort of a thing of just, like, well, it's like, why is anything behind? Unless it's, like, real early in your own, only you know, like, like, I think Epic did that at, like, GDC and stuff with, like, really early Unreal 3 stuff. Yeah. Where, like, it was, like. You, you know Gears of War didn't like exist any yet same textures right but if like you that, were yeah. looking at like early models of Locust fig characters in the on the Gears armor but like Gears wasn't even announced yet it was, right. they like and you'd ask us is this a game it's like oh it might be I i don't it know just <laughs> yeah. made it's made just a thing yeah. we did yeah. <laughs> we just made a really super detailed monster guy because we we were bored on saturday you know like, yeah. but um you yeah, but that's stuff i understand but, you know, but like if you're just playing the first part of the game and like it seems to be pretty much you know there and ready to go like why not? You know, or could, or it could it be like you, know, you mentioned still. Assassin's Creed One. People still complain that 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 the crossbow from that first trailer is not in the game. He's got a crossbow on his back in when he, in that yeah. trailer where he runs up to the the gallows and like kills the guy. And people still complain that he doesn't have a crossbow in the game. I'm like, I didn't even notice he had a crossbow on his back until you mentioned it. Like that's so not important to me. To me, like that their gear matches the original announcement trailer. Uh, it's it's a, it's a different world out there. All right, one last question, and we'll call it a night. Uh, how do you feel about
0: State of Decay 2 topping the MPD for software? <laughs> it's slim pickings
3: out there, yeah. folks. Yeah. Now I'm that also, everyone's I was played surprised.
0: Your... I know it seems like some people were surprised by that. I wasn't surprised at all. The first game did very well, and it mm-hmm. was very similar. It was kind of a cool concept. It was rough around the edges, and people were like, I'm willing to mm-hmm. deal with some of the rough stuff to be able to play a game like this, because there aren't other games like it so yeah, the
2: god of war rush is over and
0: it's maybe a little surprising because the thing that was different this time is that you could have paid ten dollars for xbox game pass hmm. and played it for a month for 10 bucks instead of putting down the 60 bucks but i think that bodes well for microsoft strategy with game pass it's not necessarily going to really take sales away from mm-hmm. from brick and mortar or from retail so um i have no problem with it i think it's great um generally you would like to see games that are a little more polished get
2: rewarded but at least this indicates that they will continue to support it yeah The more
1: successful it is the
2: more effort they'll put toward it yeah
0: so that's it folks that's game face episode 133 brent thanks brother no problem great Great show today man i had fun talking to both you guys hope you guys enjoyed watching it um like i said it is near the end of the month so if you're watching this on youtube which some of you will be or if you're watching it on the site, we would really, really appreciate it if you go to twitch.tv slash siftedgames and subscribe to us and give us a free $2.50. It makes a big, big difference for us. So thank you very much. On behalf of Brent, on behalf of Matt, Game faces up and out. <laughs>